This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. Hey guys, this is Gilmy again. Welcome back to Gilmy Talks. Uh, this episode is a round. It's a round table of dads just talking about dad, dad stuff, and it was so much fun to sit down, down with these guys and uh, and talk. My guests are Brian Martin, radio host for Mister B's Bounce, which is on CHHA sixteen ten ten a.m. out of Toronto. Matthew Terry, host of It's Time to Fight podcast. Sean Capone, also known as professional wrestler, the anarchist Aiden Rain. Joe Dog Hallam, he's a comedian and co-host of Good Brother Morning as well. And the grinder Mark, uh, Mark, Mark Shaw. And, well, myself. And I just want to say thank you to all these all these guys for coming on and have having fun with me and just chatting but a couple things we got to get get out of the way first just go check out my sponsors guys shirt casters the clothes for the podcaster in in you as well as offend t cities the who has the perfect fucking shirt for uh for uh, you so go check out those sites guys and don't forget to use that promo code gilmy to get 10 percent off and this is a long one, so I'm just going to jump right into the episode. Hope you in, will enjoy it, guys. Good morning, good evening, good night. How is everybody doing out there? This is Gilmy again, and this is a roundtable discussion with some of my personal favorite people out, out there. And I have the anarchist Aiden Rain. I have the grinder Mark Shaw. I have Joe Dog Hallam from Good Brother Morning. I have Matthew Terry from It's Time to Fight. And I have Brian Martin from Mar- Mr. B's Bounce. It, he is a radio host, guys. Fridays at 8 on CHHA, 1610 AM. Go check out that radio show because it is so much. It, it, it's just awesome, guys. Go check it out. And it's kind of... And it's kind of cool to have an actual radio host on on a podcast. That never happens. They normally kind of put their chin up and look look down at us little podcasters. But today's today's topic is just basically being a dad, and we all are. So, guys, I'm just as dads do. I'm just going to kind of there we go because after after a long day of being a dad. You got a cracker open. Oh, well, exactly. We've so, uh, if everybody can kind of kind of introduce themselves and uh, let let the uh, uh, the people know how long you've been a dad. Myself, I've been been a dad now for fourteen years. Oh God, it sounds like a, like a AA meeting again. But <laughs> so I'll start with uh, Brian. Uh, been a dad for just over 12 years now two boys um, a few years apart from each other and we even the wife and i sort of got into it late in the sense that uh we were quite enjoying our time together by ourselves and then just 
sort of made the decision that yeah we should breed <laughs> that's it pretty much oh yeah uh matt um officially i know <laughs> don't worry i'll explain uh, officially i've been a father for uh, five and a half years however i don't want to discount um uh, my ex-girlfriend who had two children uh, i was in that relationship for six years and uh took a role in that i'm not looking for a pat on the back but i know uh you nick that uh you're gonna see my name on a podcast you're gonna listen to it because you listened to all my shit thanks buddy i appreciate it um <laughs> so yeah i'm uh so i guess if i can uh, i'm gonna say 17 years because i've been involved with him for 17 years awesome man. Oh. uh joe yeah, my uh, my little guy was born uh, December of uh, 2013, so that'd be about seven years, uh, seven years with him. Uh, just the one, which is, uh, uh, if you tell people like, yeah, I think we're just going to maybe have the one, then it's almost the same reaction as if you tell people, yeah, I don't think we're going to buy him shoes. We're just going to let him walk around barefoot. So they're like, you're only going to have one. He's going to be an only child. What a terrible parent you are. I can't believe you're only going to have one. That's a ridiculous. Anyway, so, but so far he's, uh, you know, he's got... Uh, my my um, wife has two brothers and two sisters, and they each have at least two. Some have three or four. So he's got a lot of cousins. Um, <laughs> but, but right now we just have, uh, yeah, right now we just have the one. And he's uh, so, but yeah, we've been a dad for about seven years, and he's a pretty hilarious little fella. Yeah. Uh, Mark? Uh, I have been a dad for almost three years. My oldest is almost three. My youngest is 14 months. Uh, so they kind of came back to back and it has been both the most exciting time and the most hair pulling and stressful time of my life. I wouldn't trade it for the world though. And Sean, uh, my little guy is four now, so four years and he's at the point now that he's like, I can just jump on you and you can take it. <laughs> uh, not so much but sure <laughs> fun time fun time oh yeah 40 pounds just jumping off a bed and landing on you it's great times yeah <laughs> all right first uh first question besides myself has anyone had to call in sick because their child injured them never <laughs> injured no but no, no uh, yeah, never injured um i mean i've called in sick to my shoot job because like maybe he was sick and my wife makes way more money than me so I'm like, I'll stay home, honey. You go, you know, break it in. But never, uh, I don't think he's ever heard us. No, no. I had to call in uh, uh, for my job. Um, my uh, my wife's mother used to babysit our son. And literally, I was walking out the front door of the house, and I was about to put my foot down, and I just heard a guttural scream. I turned around. She was right behind me, and she's holding my son, and I said, what happened? She goes, my back just went out. And she's literally like leaning on the couch. Ooh. And she's like, I can't move. And he's like a year at this point. So it's <laughs> he's active and he needs to be picked mm-hmm. up. So I, I had to call. I'm sorry. My, my mother-in-law's back is out. So I have. So she got injured by him. Huh. <laughs> right. she, she gave him the old drop kick or something there. He, he gave her a real. No, she's just oh. old. Oh, anyway, okay. <laughs> see, she doesn't listen to my shit. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think it's only just been like sick. I know I've had to leave work due to stuff. Like my little guy, uh, he was like six months old. I'd literally been at my job for like 
maybe a few months at this point. And he had a he had a febrile seizure. I don't know if any Ooh. of you guys know what that is. No. So it's a seizure induced by us a rapid increase in temperature. So he got a oh, okay. fast fever and his body at three months old didn't know how to deal with it and literally just shut down. Wow. So wow. and basically went into reboot mode. And yeah, literally at my work doing my job and my phone rings to i don't know what's going on our son had a seizure so i was just like i'm a, i didn't care at that point i'm like i'm gone yeah i'm <laughs> out yeah bye oh. so i think that other than being sick i think that's really the only time that i've ever liked and like and i'm gone hmm. <laughs> so far i have never had to miss work because of my kids injuring me or being sick so far there you go yeah Ryan, anything? Just, just injury? No. Um, in-laws bailing? Yes. So I've missed work once when uh, my wife's dad wasn't able to come by. Same thing. Both of us working. They were willing to help out, but it was a one time when got the signals crossed, and suddenly again she makes more than me. So off you go, honey. I'll mm -hmm. stay here with the boys. Oh, yeah. Uh, what happened to me, my little princess, Cecilia, did we were wrestling and messing around. She did a double knees to my lower back. Mm. <laughs> there goes your back for a while. And I genuinely could not move. I could not roll over. I could not get up. I could not. I thought I was more hurt than I actually was because my uh, my feet were tingling. <laughs> and um just the way she she got me and she was bawling her eyes out because she i think she was only like four at the time but just both little knees right just hit me right in that spot above the kidneys and i was out for like three days you tell her to stop watching speedball mike bailey matches uh yeah. i think <laughs> did she do like a flip first and then knee <laughs> no, but I gotta say she is a huge Charlotte Flair fan. Oh, so yeah, okay. yep. I'm surprised she never tried the 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 old figure four or figure eight on me yet. Yeah. Because uh I would snap like a twig. She's uh, <laughs> and she's yeah, already worked still. She, yeah, hell still. <laughs> she's already working the back, so I mean she it would already be uh she's setting it up. So and then next thing you know, whoo, she's doing the Oh, the, but uh, that was also the first time she was showing empathy for somebody because she was really little and she felt genuinely bad that she hurt someone. So I'm like, good that I'm not raising a, a psychopath. So that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, was, she wasn't. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, because I'm I'm on the ground trying trying to move and comfort my child who's upset. And I genuinely couldn't move because the muscles are so uh, wow. basically just. Uh, that was me something like, bad post-surgery with my son like i was like in pain and like trying to move and he was in pain at the same time but because i couldn't move properly he noticed that i was in pain just trying to help him and he was just like i'm not that bad daddy i think i'm okay <laughs> i'm just like oh th thanks dude just like nearly killed myself trying to get up to come help you but yeah uh, like, okay you're not that bad thanks it was just a test yeah. Just a test. yeah yeah now, he's, been, he's been pretty cool with it though he's been super helpful through the surgery with everything like he yeah. would hand me my crutches he'd be like here you need this daddy i'm like 
Well, I can hobble, but sure. <laughs> and now that that we are recording again and haven't actually talked 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 to you for a little bit, how's uh rehab going and healing? Ev- well, uh, I just got uh, full duties at work back from it, and uh, basically got the green light to begin drills and uh, return to sport, but no contact yet. That'll okay. be probably in about a month. So awesome, do, man. Like- you can do front rolls and but yeah, no, no back bumps or anything yet. Like yeah, this. no bumps. I ha- I can basically I can bump someone around and do the rolls. I just can't shift that load in that sudden impact of a bump. Yeah, right. No, no drop steps, kicks. That's yet. all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know. And next, uh, actually, I'm I'm ever going to bring this up because we actually. I got a question about this show. Oh. I let somebody uh, somebody know what I was doing. Friend of, friend of the show, Ryan Knight from Knights of the uh, Squared Circle. He is not a dad, but recently married. He had a little question for us. Awesome. Uh, my, Do we need to have the talk with Ryan to explain how children are made? Uh, maybe. Oh. <laughs> I tried already. I don't think he understands. He didn't get it right. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, my question would be, how has your mindset on being a parent and how to parent changed from before you had kids to now and getting there got a lot of things I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out at this exact moment. Mm. Yeah, I uh, if you if you guys don't mind me going first. Oh, I, go, go, go. Uh, I, so uh, I, like I used to have friends that would say like um, this is pre me having a kid. But they'd say stuff like, uh, yeah, me and the wife, you know, divorced or whatever. And now we're battling to see who gets custody of the kids. Back then I was like, don't you mean who is stuck with the kids? Like, what do you mean who gets them? Like, it sounds like you can be free again and you can like you give them to her and then you don't have to do anything anymore. You can go to Jay's games or fucking mud bugs or whatever you want. <laughs> you don't have to do you don't have to be a dad anymore. What are you talking about? You're you're actually you're actually wanting to ki- take the kids. And then when my son was born, now now I totally get it. Like he like you know just so literally every time I go to a wrestling show or whatever and a lot of people if they know me like I'm I live in a little town called Godrich which is literally 2 hours away from everything. So like London, Kitchener, everything's 2 hours. So I'm loading my bags up and I'm like excited to go see my friends, go do like my favorite thing ever, which is pro wrestling. And if he says like, he's like, I'm really going to miss you, daddy. Then I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not going then. Yeah. I'll message him right now. I'll cancel it. I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife's like, he'll be fine. Like, just go. It's fine. And literally every, you know, 10 or 15 minutes on that drive to, uh, to wrestling, I'm like, I should just turn around. I should just turn around and go back. I get there, my buddies and stuff. I'm like, he'll be fine. And then we hang out the next day. So I think for me, that was a big change for me. I was like, kind of uh, worried about going into having a, a child because it's like, well, now you've got this thing that, like, in my mind, I was like, this thing that kind of holds you down. You can't go do this and do that. But then once you have, uh, once you have your child, most for me anyway, I was like, I don't want to do anything but this. You know what I mean? So yeah. yeah. So then I kind of understood why everybody was fighting for, you know. I get it now, but I don't know, that's just me. Maybe some people, you know, they look at it differently, but. Right. No, I think I, uh, I would agree with that. I, I think it was the exact same way. Now, anytime I do virtually anything, I go, do I really want to do this? Or I just want to stay home with the kids. <laughs> yeah. And I, sometimes I have to talk myself into doing things and be like, Oh no, 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 I haven't gone out and done anything in a while. I should go out and do something. 
Like the girls we find, they'll be in bed probably by the time I go out. Like it's the, the my mindset is completely changed in the aspect of I like don't even think about my own uh, pleasures or desires in like uh, in a social sense anymore. It's mm. like how how is me going out? How's me doing this? How's me taking that booking? How's that going to affect the kids? Like, you know, the wife's usually home with them, but like, what if something happens? I'm two hours away. Like, you know, it's, I never would have thought that all those thoughts would go through my mind, uh, having uh, kids and being a father. But now it's like constantly always what I'm thinking about. It's like, you know, is it okay? I'm going to be two hours away or overgoing here but what if i don't get back before bedtime like am i gonna not be able to say good night to them it's those little things that you don't think of i guess when you're when you don't have a kid it's not mm. it's not a thing that crosses your mind it's those little things like saying good night or being there in the morning like if i leave for work and they're not up yet which is rare but it happens i kind of i feel shitty about it because i'm like oh like i didn't even get to say good morning to them before i left for work so it's it's just it's those little things that change the mindset of like, you don't want to miss those little moments, but sometimes you have to. And it's like, how many of those little moments do I want to miss? And I don't really want to miss any of them, but sometimes you have to. So. Mm-hmm. Well, um, as, a, a, oh, go ahead. Sean. So, well, as someone like, I, I'm not sure if anyone else here has that. Well, as someone that doesn't have full custody as me and my child's mom aren't together, uh, it's split. So, I do have some of that semblance of the not being tied down as Joe was saying, but I also have the same time. Like when he's here, I don't care. Like I'm not going nowhere unless I'm bringing him. And then even if he's not here, I make sure I'm checking on him. I'm texting him, like texting his mother to find out how he is. We've as Shaw will attest to, cause he's seen me literally do it. There's been times I'll try to either video call him before my match or after my match just to be able to make sure like I can say goodnight to him mm. and let him know that like no matter where I'm doing, what I'm doing, like he's still thought about all the time. But like when he's here, it's definitely uh well, do I really have to go? Like even with like wrestling shows, like I'll be like, all right, well. Yes, you're going to come and hang out in the locker room with daddy when he doesn't care because he loves wrestling, but he's just like, oh, do you know him? <laughs> yeah, he's here. I, I clearly know who he is. <laughs> the worst part is like daddy's not even his favorite wrestler. <laughs> so like I'm chopped liver to this kid. He'd rather go over and see Warhead or <laughs> see Kobe Durst. And then dad's just like, oh. Uh, I love you too, dude. Like, yeah, I'll you know, be I, I, I do this. Yeah, I, just, I do this too. I'm the I one just, with snacks. Yeah, <laughs> you know, all the shits in my bag. Like, yeah. here's your fruit snacks. Go chill with Kobe and give him a cookie, like you always yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I love that your child's favorite war uh, wrestlers. One of your his favorite wrestlers is Warhead. Yeah. So he has three. It just, it's it's yeah. literally it's Warhead, Kobe Durst, and uh, his godfather, who is uh, Smiley from the states. And like, heaven forbid, I'm scrolling Instagram and he sees any of those three people because he literally will stop and like scroll back and be like, "I, I wasn't done with that." You have to watch that again. <laughs> Go back, buy their shirts and stuff, Daddy. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
Maybe I'll get a discount. Yeah, I try to give him my shirt. She's like, I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Kobe's? Yeah. Thanks, dude. And you bring up a good point though, Sean, because now you realize up until that point where you've had where you have your kids, you are essentially running your life however you see fit. Yeah. yeah. Okay, maybe your partner has some influence on you. And then suddenly this we thing shows up from the hotel from the hospital, hotel, and <laughs> is totally in control. And it's the fight you have for those first few years to realize, oh, wait, my life is completely changed. And eventually you realize, oh, no, in a good way, it is. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to lay your head on your pillow and say, no, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Well, me anyway. Yeah, it's yeah. a good thing. It's a good thing. But <laughs> my kid's a little savage, though. Like, he, if he has a chance to roast you, he'll roast you. And, like, he kind of giggles about it, too. And you're like, oh, <laughs> you're a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I took, no I, calling you I took my little guy for uh, ice cream steak because he went to the dentist. So afterwards, I'm like, you know what? You were awesome because he was like, uh, the, the lady's like, okay, you can come on in now. And I was like, do you need me to come with you or what? And he's like, no, you can wait in the waiting room. I'm going in with this hot dental assistant girl. Who, <laughs> like she was a babe, right? So he's like, he's like, no, I'm good, daddy. He's seven, right? Anyway, so afterwards, we went for ice cream and the lady at the counter goes, do you want a cup or a cone? And he goes, surprise me. <laughs> like jesus how old are you kid what do you mean surprise me the lady's like all yeah, right and she she probably like pulled out her financial statement she's like well i paid less for cones than i do for okay here you go kid but i surprised me just yeah ring it up i'm like well how old are you anyway and matt um i was just gonna say like um it, it's small potatoes compared to what some some of you guys are saying but um like after isaac was born like the two major changes I I made as far as wrestling was number one. Uh, ultimately, that was one of the major reasons I left Alpha One. It was like no big issue with Alpha One. Hmm. It was Alpha One wasn't paying me enough. And that's not to say that they weren't paying me. Like Alpha One, I, I keep making like little deter determines here. But mm -hmm. like if I would have went to Alpha One and said, hey, can you put a little extra money? They did. But they weren't paying me enough to stay away from Isaac. And again, nothing against the locker room of Alpha One. I didn't have, quote unquote, friends in the locker room hmm. where, you know, I'm going to people's weddings or I'm going to birthday parties or stuff like that. So there was no reason to go to Alpha One as opposed to staying home and playing with my son or spending time with my son because he hated it every time I went. But was there really a price tag that Alpha One could have met that really would have been? Yes, I've said I've, I've said it in the past um, because. I want to work for my family. That's one of my biggest things. It says it on my job resume to provide the best life I possibly can for my family. If Alpha One was paying me like a ring, like an a la carte ring announcer where they're hiring me, kind of like they hire you guys. Yeah. Not, you know what I mean? If you're paying me for my time, then yeah, okay, that's my job. But they weren't paying me like my job and i've called it in the past because i always say to my son like he says daddy why do you have to go to work and i always say cookie and uh, uh cookie and banana money because he loves cookies he loves bananas and mm. i said if you want cookies and bananas daddy's got to go to work so I, I always say to him you know yeah, daddy has to go get cookies and banana money and i've joked about it alpha one wasn't paying me cookie and banana money right yeah that's fair yeah and the kind of for the same talk with my kid he's like why do you go to work why can't you work at the nighttime well yeah. You, you like food in your tummy? You like playing with your toys? I, I, I got to go get some money. 
and the other thing, and this might sound again like small potatoes, was uh, when I worked for Busted Knuckle Wrestling, and they had their Anarchy Hour, where they would have a regular show, family oriented, and then after that, ladies and gentlemen, it's Anarchy Hour, and there was no rules, there was swearing, there was all this stuff, and they were warned, like they got a good show, but then now it's going to be like an adult time, mm-hmm. and storyline and actually legit the referees didn't want to referee these matches so me as the um general manager but not general manager but i'm the one that created anarchy hour storyline wise i said i'm gonna referee this when in reality i'm the only one that would referee it Mm. (laughs) (laughs) so i can't remember who was in the match but it was like probably shawnee mo i don't think he was (laughs) I know you, you're not the first to say that, but yeah. I, I don't think Shawnee was in it. Um, but it was like a deathmatch type thing. And there was barbed wire and there was thumbtacks and the whole thing. And at one point in the match, someone got a little tangled up in the, in the barbed wire and like they couldn't get in. So take out the cutters and it went like that. And when it released, it just nicked me just a little bit on my head. Enough that I was bleeding. No big deal. It was like a small little cut. Then there was a pinfall and i went to uh to referee or to 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 count the pin and you're looking for an empty space like there's thumbtacks mm-hmm. all over the place just like oh there we go one but of course all the thumbtacks go wee so now you're <laughs> looking for another place and you're like oh two and everything goes wee <laughs> and then but in the process i had gotten a uh, a thumbtack in my hand because they were flying yeah. all over the place so after that show i come home and my wife says oh you know he's been so fussy and I said, I'll, I'll go, I'll go see him. I'll go hold him, see what happens. And he's like a few months old at this point. So I go up, I take him, we sit on the floor, we're sitting there, we're chatting and everything. And at one point I look down and he's got a little drop of blood on his blanket. And I realize that this has opened up again. And my hand is killing me. I can I'm having trouble like holding him and stuff. And I thought to myself, I'm a fucking ring announcer. Why the <laughs> like and, you know, Sean and Mark, like, again, this is probably small, small potatoes compared to what you guys do. But at that moment, I'm like, you know what? I ain't doing this shit again. Like, mm. now I don't want to referee Anarchy Hour. Yeah. So those That's are a lot more the- than you signed up for, right? Like, well, exactly. And before, like, when I started doing Anarchy Hour, Isaac wasn't around. And I was just like, yeah, I'll do anything. And my wife oh, would be like, whatever. oh, you're fucking stupid. And I'd be like, oh, but yeah. honey, you married me. But yeah, that's moment- how it's. That's how it changes it, right? You're like, yeah, sure. Let's, yeah, let's jump this car off a bridge like Dukes of Hazard. I don't care. But, but then what the kid, you're like, yeah. But yeah, and just, yeah, that one little dot. I remember looking at that blood and just going, why the fuck am I doing this? Like, there's blood on my son, and I'm mm-hmm. a fucking ring announcer, although I was a general manager for them. But still, like, it was, yeah. it was more than I signed up for. It, and I said, like, I'm not doing that again. Like, there's no reason for me. Well, the and- perspective literally like shock and attest to this there was a show i was doing for him and my little guy was in the crowd and uh matt cash who does a, a skewer spot was like oh rain you've taken him like you'll just take him again and i'm like no not tonight I'm, not tonight i'm not letting my son see like see me jam with skewers in my head and bleeding all over the place like he he's might get three. a little confused. Well, he's three yeah. at yeah. this point too, and like he literally just saw me and Matt like in the like talking and being like friends because we are friends. Mm. Like I don't want to traumatize the kid because he loves wrestling right now, and like yeah, seeing Daddy covered in blood is probably not going to be the best for him to want to watch no. anymore. 
Oh, and uh, it's completely passed on the spot, and it was literally just it was the fact of yep. knowing he could have seen it. I was like, and I got to show you guys this one photo of my dad. Like, the this will be 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 the next topic, but this came up in my memories today. Hey, I'll turn my fucking little ring ring light off so you guys can actually see it. There we go. Let's see. You guys actually see that? Looks like barbed wire on a crutch. Yep. That is my dad and Shawnee Mo. Hey, you know what? I'm just gonna throw throw this one to the uh, to the group chat. But this is one of my favorite. There we go. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There's my dad and Shawnee Mo with the uh, crutch. And you guys mentioned it, brought it up. Um, my family is actually from uh, Welland. Hmm. So, um, and that man. Johnny Mo was always great to my mom, my dad, to everybody. So, sorry, brought him up. So I'm just uh, well, think, oddly thinking enough, about it. We're talking about dads. Uh, Shawnee Mo was a father to Harlan. Mm-hmm. So I was gonna say, yeah. like, he's such a proud father too. Like, and yeah, that mm-hmm. was that was that was his biggest pride and joy was Harlan. Yeah, yeah. I and, remember um, uh, the last show that he wrestled. Oddly enough, um, he came up and he asked me. He goes. How's your little girl? And I was like, I don't know. I just had this moment where I like with Shawnee Mo, I, I was always to be very uh, upfront with them. And I was like, man, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I feel like I'm doing just like an absolute garbage job. I don't know. I guess it was just something, something that was going on that day. And he looked at me, he goes, dude, if I can do this, you can do it. He goes, as long as you love them and you take care of them and you try your best. He goes, that's, that's all anyone can ever ask for, man. And I just remember thinking, I was like, he didn't have to say that. Because mm-hmm. just like, you know, shook his head and been like, yeah, man, you know, but that was just the kind of guy Shawnee Mo was. And I remember thinking like, I was like, man, it was, it was just such a fucking nice thing to say to me at a time yeah. when I kind of exposed myself maybe more than I usually do mm-hmm. uh, in that, in that situation. And it was just, that was just the kind of guy he was, right. He was just a really down to earth. He was a sweet guy. Oh, Tough yeah. as nails, but he was a sweet yeah. guy. Right? That was, that was <laughs> just a, uh, it was just that there was a moment like a, as for like a father to a father kind of thing. So. And I'm going to bring this up because um, one of my favorite moments uh, with, with uh, uh, Shawnee Mo, Mo, whatever, whatever you guys call him, I barely knew him, but he was nice and nice to me every single time I, uh, I met him. When he was, this was at Ethan's fight. He was sitting on a bench, just watching the show, being a fan by himself. He a asked my mom if she needed any help with anything. Uh, my mom just in five foot, five foot little lady with an apron selling 50 50 tickets walking around the crowd like, oh, no, no, no. And then she asks, oh, who are you? And then my he starts talking to my mom about kids. And his face literally just lights up talking, talking, talking about his uh, a daughter. Hmm. And it was just I was just there for like. 30 seconds maybe and it just was great great just a fantastic moment to see that's it i'm sure we can all know wrestlers that their tone changes when they talk about certain things mm-hmm. shawnee mo was one of those guys that when he was with the guys he was like ah yes yeah, and you know he, he had his fun and everything but the, he, it, there's those guys that when they start talking about their kids or they start talking about their moms or mm-hmm. you know if they're in the presence of a woman like they mm-hmm. everybody has a different degree 
And Shawnee Mo was one of those guys that I always noticed. He'd be sitting there like, ah, yeah, 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 fuck this. Da, 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 da. And then as soon as you talk about kids, you could see the tone and the mm-hmm. facials and everything just changing them. I was Ooh. in a, a locker room once with, I was getting, taking my ref gear off or whatever. And I was in uh, with uh, Ruffy Silverstein and he was like on the other side of the thing. And he was kind of like, I think he was kind of quiet that night. He was going through some stuff or whatever, but I had, I, I was taking my shirt off and I have a tattoo of my son's ultrasound picture. Awesome. He, That's awesome. Yeah, but he just his name is Henry, so he just saw the chocolate bar part, which is the O Henry chocolate bar right over top of the altar. <laughs> and he's like, "Is that a chocolate bar picture?" And I said, "Oh yeah, it's uh, it's for my son." And he ran over. Like he at first he saw it and was like, "Is that a chocolate bar?" And I think he was gonna like, I don't know, maybe Make rip, funny rip, rip, yeah, like rip, yeah. like he wasn't gonna be mean about it, but like just a friendly like, "What are you? You're so fat. You gotta have a chocolate bar tattoo." And he's something like that. <laughs> But when he saw it was the ultrasound, he ran over and like we taught, we started same thing like just, like you like you're saying that Matt like it's it's just it's like oh well okay well hey like blah 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 you just start sharing you know uh, sharing kids stories and stuff so yeah for sure I, I yeah yeah it's you're you're right there's certain people that that's uh that's a you know a little trigger to be like oh well hey here's a funny story yeah exactly mm-hmm. uh, and now kind of to change change gears it a little bit. Uh, as I was talking to Brian a little bit, when what's a moment when you had to become the disciplinarian or a bad dad? Do you, does does every does, I, I could comment on like disciplinary? Like my son, uh, just with his attitude and talking back and not listening. Uh, me and his mom basically got to a point, and I went, I got an idea. I literally like my son has a pretty decent toy collection and I literally took and hid everything. There wasn't stuffed animals. There wasn't chalk. There was nothing. And I video called him and I was like, Hey dude, I just wanted to show you your, uh, your bedroom and your toy collection area right now. And I showed him that literally everything was gone. Mm. And on the video phone, he like the call, he was absolutely bawling his eyes out. And I literally told him, I'm like, the only way you get anything back is if I hear from mommy that you're actually listening and being good. And then you don't get it all back like this. He got literally like his, his kitchen back, his toy stand. Then like, and I made sure the last things he got back were his favorite things. Hmm. Cause I knew if I gave him back his favorite things right off the hop, everything was gone. So he has a little ride on Harley Davidson trike thing that he drives around the, the house. It was the last thing he got back so that I made sure he stayed on track. And like, literally now, like I will, if he starts with yipping off at his mom or like tossing stuff at her, like stuffies or stuff like that, I've literally told him like, you remember how all your toys went out, disappeared? And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, you want it to happen again? And he goes, no. And I'm like, well then you need to change because I'm not afraid to move them all, get rid of them. You've seen I've done it before. I'll do it again. My trick was the snow shovel. If they were all over the floor, I'd be like, pick these up. And then if he's kind of like half-assed, then I would get the snow shovel from the front room and I just pick them all up and then dump them into a, into a bin or whatever. And he's like, Oh, you're going to break them. I'm like, well, I'm also going to break them if I walk on them. So (laughs) I'm sucking these things up. A good strategy. I think I'm gonna use that one. Yeah, <laughs> so that's like just taking one. Like, it really oh, yeah. speeds it really yeah. speeds everything up. Just grab the shovel and I was done in three or four scoops. I'm like, mm. here you go. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan? Especially 
as they get older, you, you have to get more refined in the way you uh, interact. But yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, it, I find that the, it's trying not to lose my cool, which is hard most times and recognize just to try and see the, you know, see it from their perspective, which is strange, but then realize, no, wait, last I checked, I'm still in charge and I need to reinforce that. So, mm. okay, boys, you know, no, no tablet time or daddy's shutting off the Wi-Fi, And then you just sort of see the twitches and shakes and <laughs> it's, it's coming guys. It's coming <laughs> it, all those different things. So what was a gift before I need to, I, I have to take away in order for you to appreciate that you need to behave and it's hard, but then you realize it worked for you or just cause you're a reasonable human being now I am. So I've got to do it for my kids as well. And it's, it, it's what they need. It's trying to just not get upset about them being bad and recognizing that they're, they even at, at two or four or six are their own people mm. and doing things that as a parent, you're like, where did this come from? but then live with it and then move forward to get them back on, on track. Hmm. Good call. Yeah. It's uh, my own kids are 14, 13 are my boys. My girls are 11 and 10 and going from the little kids to tweens to teenagers it is such a quick change in those like five years because it goes from your little baby kid looking at you with the big eyes going to my, Hey, this is awesome. My dad's great to the tweens when they start to talk back a little bit and become more of their, 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 in, their individuality, which you don't want to crush, but you want to nourish, but you don't want them telling you to fuck off at the same time yeah. and then to the teenagers and i am i'll admit i am having such a difficult time dealing with the teenage angst mm. and i remember how i dealt with everything and i don't want that for my own children like mm. the drug use and leaving home when you were 16 and so I'm trying to not bring bartender Justin home ever and scream at them. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, that's that. These are, are the words that I don't want coming out of my mouth towards my children. Okay. So that's one of the hard things for myself right now, because I have a wonderful, wonderful wife and partner in life. And I'll be honest, she does like 80 percent of the parenting. Because A, she's smarter than me, and she knows better than, than I do. So, and I go from zero to 100 real quick, and then I'm like, but one thing I do is when I do fly off the handle, I make sure I apologize and say, I took it too far. I yelled. I shouldn't have. I could have dealt with this differently. Or when one of my sons yells yell, yells at me because if I was to ever raise my voice to my own parents, so <laughs> I was raised in a very different household and I love my parents, parents and they did the best, the best that they could, but there were issues and they're resolved now. And 
but growing up in growing up the way I did, I don't want my kids to do that. So I want them to always feel safe and always feel home. Hmm. That's the two things I, I try to do as a father and also provide and work and uh, make sure they're clothed and make sure they have food and make sure they have the best that I can possibly provide because being being a father means being a provider I think but I know society is changing but that's how how I was I I was raised mm-hmm. yeah but to a to an extent too like we don't uh, we don't live in the world that we were raised in anymore right yeah so there, that's been a I think the hardest challenge that I've had to wrap my head around I go I try to think of like how my gate my dad raised me and I'm like well the world doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The world that my dad raised me in, it's it's not there anymore. So I can't use you can't everything. Use anything that you like. You can't really reference your childhood because, like, I'm gonna say almost all of us are probably old enough that we got if you melted off or disciplined, you, you got spanked on your ass or a backhand or whatever. You you can't even like be like, well, if I did that, my dad would. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, wait, yeah, exactly. no, can't do that now like so it's you almost got to get creative in in how you deal with things as well yeah my move is uh since i know yeah we can't i can't whack him around or anything my move is if you I, I go if you don't stop that i'm gonna feed the dog raisins and he knows that raisins will like in case you guys don't know like eight it all it takes is, like eight or nine raisins to totally kill a dog like their oh, kidneys God. shut I down i did not know that yeah you <laughs> have like a neighbor's dog that's like barking <laughs> And you're like, I got to get rid of this, this dog. You give it like a handful of raisins, dead in a couple of days. So Henry, who's seven, he knows that. I go, if you don't stop that, uh, that's it. I'm getting the raisins. And I and he's like, oh, he freaks out. <laughs> now, it's maybe not a great move psychologically, but, uh, you know, at least he knows. I, I'll kill I the dog. <laughs> no, I, I, but but I, I totally wouldn't. I just want to be clear on here in case the SBCA hears it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would not kill the dog. I would not. He like if he calls my bluff. Not sure what I'm going to do. I'm not going to kill the dog with raisins. But he doesn't need to know that. Um, when I when I was younger, I just like uh, Sean was saying, you know, if I mouthed off or I did something wrong, my parents divorced early uh, in my life, and but and and badly, like they divorced badly. Hmm. But if I said something to my mother, I got you know, I got cuffed by my mother, but then I'd go visit my father and he'd be like, I heard what you said to your mother and I get cuffed again. So now <laughs> I'm like, you know, everybody's like, oh, you had two Christmases. You had two birthdays. Yeah, I got cuffed in the head twice, too. Yeah, <laughs> I, got two, I got two beatings. Yeah, I got two beatings. Yeah. Um, but, you know, with my son, you know, I knew that I, I knew that that wasn't the way of the, of the land. My wife. Uh, she went through university and she went through all the extra schooling and stuff for child and youth uh, studies. So I've, I've always referred to her like, okay, sweetie, like, you know, this isn't my way. Like you tell me, you know, what, how am I supposed to do this? And I, and I've kind of adapted, but I still had the mentality that, um, you know, it's 90% me and I have to adapt to like 10% of him like this. These are the rules of my house. This is, and I'm going to bring them up that way. And early, uh, early in, Isaac's life, we kind of realized like, oh, he's there's something there. There's, uh, you know, uh, people say spectrum, like he's somewhere on that spectrum. Hmm. Well, recently we've started to find out that that is true. And, you know, now I've started to, and, you know, I've, I've but all through the years, I've been like, okay, 90% me and I'll, you know, I can adapt to 10% him. 
you know, he has to say too, well, now I'm having to learn that it's more 50, 50 and it's more, you know, and because they can't, they say, well, we can't diagnose them until they're five or six years old. I'm like, okay, well, so now it's, it's kind of, you're taking all this stuff that you've done for all these years and like, okay, now this is how you have to adapt to this wiring. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's been different because taking the toy away is, is it's doesn't compute with him like it does with other children because now you're fucking with his routine yeah. and that's big. And you know, I, I hate the fact that my son, uh, when he's confused or he's scared, it's, it's a fight mentality. He fights me. He fights his mother. He fights his grandparents and everything like that. But also 10 minutes later, he'll calm down and he'll be there right there. And he'll be, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, you know, because he just, it just something just clicks in him and he doesn't know because we have to fix this wiring or we just have to adapt to this wiring. And it's just, we're changing the routines again. And it's just, it's really getting to them. So it's, it's, you know, you said, well, when you get to be bad dad, like I've always been easygoing and, you know, stuff like that and give my, you know, what I can. As I said, 90% me, 10% him. These are the rules of the house, but still like, you know, I'm easy going. Yeah. Yeah. You can play with your car or whatever, but it's, uh, it's just, it's weird now that it's, it's, I have to kind of do that 50. It's almost a negotiation and it's kind of, how do we, how do we, which way do we go now that I can't take the iPad away because it's going to set him off because he doesn't learn that that's, it's not that you're, it's because you did this. It's not because. Yeah, it's kind of hard to explain. Love you anymore. It, yeah. it is, it's, and and I'm and glad you said that because I, that's what uh, we find out now is a lot yeah. of the stuff. He's just like, what? You don't love me anymore? Well, so like, the like he'll go right to that. I can I can relate kind of to your situation. Uh, my sister has her firstborn is we everyone in the family clearly knows he's somewhere on the spectrum. He's if he gets frustrated, he'll kind of like shake and he'll hit his head against the wall or he'll hit himself. And he still, he's three now and he barely speaks at all. Mm. If, if he does speak at all, it's very basic, like bottle McDonald. Like my sister's working with him a lot to get him to try to be vocal, but his like a year and a half old brother is leaps and bounds verbally in front of him. But he comes over here and he'll play with my son who like understands like, okay, I can't hit if I get frazzled. So he come and like, he restrains himself, but his cousin's here playing with a toy and he wants that toy. He doesn't understand. So he hits my son. My kid's like, uh, the hell, like he just hit mm. me. And like, so when my son does that, we make him apologize, make him go, go be on a timeout and you can't play with your friends. You, you need to chill out, calm down, come back to the situation in the minute can't really do that with my sister's son because he doesn't understand that the hitting was the wrong part he just understands it as he wanted that toy and now he has it Mm. so the hit got what he wanted and when we try to tell him like no you need to say sorry so he signs things to my son and my son would be like uh what so we'd be like he said sorry so he'll be like kind of okay with it but you can see clearly see like the longer they're around each other. My, my son gets more and more frustrated with the situation because he's only four. Mm. He doesn't know how to deal with it. Where in our 
30s we don't even know how to deal with it so like he's four trying to figure out how to deal with this like sometimes i try to put my like head in like how the kid going through this is and it's just mind-blowing to even start to try to process like how he's feeling at times Mm -hmm. yeah it's a it's a it's amazing the different like i remember when my uh my brother was really young um and there was this kid that was bullying him at school, really picking on him and stuff. And my mom uh, gave him uh, some advice and said, uh, pound that motherfucker. Like, put your fist into <laughs> his fucking face hole. Like, what do you mean? And he's like, no, I, 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 like, I can't. My brother's a really nice guy. So even as a kid. So he said, uh, no, like, he, the, the, this kid doesn't have any friends. And she's like, well, yeah, because he's a dickhead. He's like picking on him. Of course, he doesn't have any friends. She's like, he's like, no, listen, if this kid had more friends, then he wouldn't be such a dickhead. And my mom's like, I don't know. So anyway, my brother went to him and said, hey, will you come to my birthday party? And the kid's like, what? Me? The guy that beats you up every day? And he's like, yeah, will you come to my birthday party? And he did come to his birthday party. Then later we found out that, you know, that kid's dad was, you know, an alcoholic and then, you know, beat him up and blah, blah, blah. And then the day were almost inseparable for years and, you know, until high school or whatever, when they had to go to different schools. But um, it's amazing. Like, sometimes it's easy to say, we don't want you hanging out with so-and-so because you know, whatever, but we, you don't, you don't always know what's going on. Right. So yeah. it's, yeah, yeah, it can definitely be tricky. So, but yeah. What, what an interesting thing that I found about like with my son is when you hit him, like if another mm-hmm. child hits him, yeah. he doesn't hit back. He doesn't like hitting. Like if he's calm, he doesn't like hitting. No. And like I would go to, to pick him up sometimes from daycare and they're like, ah, you know, he, he hit one of his friends and I'd be just like, well, why? And they can't tell you like they can't. Well, you know, he got into it with a friend of his. Well, what happened? Well, you know, we can't know like no, like they can't give you details these days. Mm-hmm. So I'd get him out in the car and I'd be like, OK, buddy, what happened? And then he'd usually tell me like, well, and he'd be like this one little boy. And I'm not going to say the names, but. Well, he, he wouldn't stop hitting me. So I hit him back. Like, oh, buddy, like, I understand. And like, because there was just another boy who just had social issues. And that's what he did. He wanted you to play with him and he'd hit you. And, you know, eventually my son was just enough and just hit back. But um, my son is also very protective of his friends, I found out. Hmm. Um, there was this little girl. Um, we'll just call her Jane for the sake of the story. And I had had a bad day at work. And I, I, I go to pick him up and they said, well, Isaac hit, did some hitting today. And I was just like, oh man, like, you know, in my head, I'm like, I got to put up with this now. And I'm like, all right, get in the car. So he gets in the car. I strap him in and I said, what happened? And he goes, well, I hit so-and-so. I'm like, well, did so-and-so hit you first? No. And like, as I said, this is totally new. And I'm just like, well, then why did you hit him? Because he hit Jane. Hmm. Like. All right, let's hmm. go home. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like uh, a little bodyguard. He's like, hey, yeah. Well, and I always thought like we we thought that he was just this ch- child that like was hitting everybody, and everybody just thought like, oh, he's rough and everything. And then we got invited to a birthday party at uh, like a, one of these playlands or something, and we showed up, and all these kids are like Isaac, and they're just all coming up, and they're and like the mother of the 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 boy who's oh, is this Isaac? And like, yes, like oh they. Everybody's been asking if Isaac's coming. If his, I, and my wife and our people like our son. Like, it's <laughs> just, yeah, if you're his friend, apparently he's like the nicest little boy. 
and but don't don't screw with his friends otherwise <laughs> yeah he's not the bully he's the one that makes sure there is no bully like the bully yeah. is like and plus my son is very, he's five years old but he like he's he comes up like to the bottom of my ribs like he's a mm. big boy and he hits like a teenager <laughs> so yeah like <laughs> anyway yeah he's the, he's the protector which is great and oh don't you dare mess with his mom oh wow believe it oh he'll go Oh, Some, no. uh, somebody like playfully pushed my wife one time. Oh, Isaac wanted to go. <laughs> like, hold me back. Hold me back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, my favorite moment where my well, my kids were being protective was one of the, my little girl, Cecilia. Um, somebody picked up one of her friends, somebody from two or three grades grades up. Just picked up her little friend, start swinging her around like like bullies do because she weighs next to uh, nothing. Cecilia just balls up her little fist like this because, and also I, I do teach all my children how to properly protect themselves, mm. no matter what. Um, I've taught them martial arts, uh, Krav Maga stuff if they're in really deep trouble, but the kids know, don't do this on other kids. This is only for adults if this that because i explained the world world to him so she just what she does she just balls up and I'm not going to say the other kid's name just i'll use jane again she just like put jane down so the and and the bully's gonna say oh what are you gonna do uh spinning armbar and then boots him in the face this kid had about 60 about 60 pounds on her so and then has her arm locked with the elbow pushing up which is, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I know I shouldn't be a proud dad, but um, that's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's my girl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, my little guy, the one day we said, okay, it's time for her hair. His hair is getting pretty long. Okay, it's time for a haircut. And he said, how come the girls like don't have to like you know shave their heads or anything? And I was like, well, my wife kind of explained. Well, like you know, girls they think they need longer hair because it, it makes them look better or something. And he was like. The girls should know that they don't have to have like nice hair to look good. It's all about what's on the inside. And I was like, here's 20 bucks. First of all, second of all, (laughs) second of all, don't assume their gender. Okay. That you can't do that. You're in trouble now. No, I didn't really get him in trouble. That would be funny. But uh, anyway, he didn't quite get it. He, he, I, I was like, well, they can shave their head if they want. It's just, you know, they prefer not. Yeah. Um, I, I, I lived with my, uh, my cousin for a while, her husband, after she had her second baby, her husband just like, didn't feel like being a father anymore. Oh yeah. You can do that. Oh, apparently. And he no. just buggered off. Like right. l- it, it wasn't quite that I'm going to buy a pack of cigarettes and just didn't come back. He just literally said, I don't want to do this. And he left. Mm. So she has two children. One's essentially brand new. So, and I had just broken up with my girlfriend. So she said, you know, why don't you live here for a bit? We were close. So I, I would go on field trips with her son, and uh, there was this one boy. Um, let's call him Anton, <laughs> <laughs> and he was just—I I saw this kid. I'm like, oh my god, he's like batshit crazy. Hmm. Like he was just always, and he would be like hitting kids, and he'd just be just—he'd just go crazy. So one day I get a phone call from the school, and uh, well, someone has to come pick him up. I said, well, why didn't he take the bus? Well, he got on a fu- in a fight before the bus left. 
like he doesn't fight like he was like this little 50 pound nothing and he was like you know eight and he was like you know just this small like he doesn't fight what do you mean he was in a fight like somebody beat him up no he got in a fight like okay so like the school wasn't that far away so i like i walked and i said well it's gonna take me a little while so i walk and when i got there i could hear like voices like loud voices coming from the from the principal's office and I, I said to the secretary, I'm like, well, I'm here to pick up someone. They're like, oh, he's in there. I'm like, he is? Like, where these raised voices are coming from. So I go in, and the father of Anton is sitting there like, well, what the heck's this boy doing? Da, 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 da. And so I walk in, and I'm just like, um, shouldn't I be present for this? Like, And mm-hmm. I said, well, what happened? And like this father is just like, well, I don't. and I'm like, no, not from you. Like, And I asked, I, I looked at... Uh, my cousin, my, her, my little cousin. And I said, what happened? So he says, Anton wouldn't let go of whatever the little girl's name is. And I said, well, what happened? And he goes, well, I told him to let her go and he wouldn't. So I told him again. And I told, and then I just, I jumped over the, the bus seat and I just started wailing on him or whatever he said. Like I just started punching him and I'm just like, okay. And I like looked at the principal and I said, what's like, <laughs> so what's going on? Well, we might have to take discipline against him and like my cousin. And I'm like, why? Like, what about him? Mm-hmm. And just and it was oh just, and like you like we're we're going home like everything's fine and yeah <laughs> and like and you stop yelling at him like yeah <laughs> and oh, you yeah. why are you letting him yell yell at him like yeah anyway hmm. call me sooner oh. next time so I don't have to yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still my I'll I still say my favorite story it actually involves your daughter Shaw oh. <laughs> He's like, oh, damn it! I know Good this segue. story. Good, well, no, uh, it could be a lot of them. Go ahead. Uh, no, uh, the time I went to come hang out for the weekend, and uh, you put your daughter to bed, and you thought she wasn't tall enough to reach the penitent. Oh yeah. So we all wake up in the morning to his other half going, "What the fuck." His daughter was tall enough to reach the penitent butt cream and painted herself yeah. in her bedroom butt cream white. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like, I learned a very valuable hair. lesson. She's a lot taller than I thought she was. It was in her hair. It mm-hmm. was like not oh. a rash to be found. <laughs> <laughs> Driest skin around. <laughs> No, yeah, that was uh, that was a learning experience. <laughs> you need to put yeah, things I mean, out of the reach of children. Occasionally. Well, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say like you would think that she can't reach the top of a dresser. Yeah, it's pretty high. Like, yeah, but no, she figured it out, and uh, <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, I have to eat that one. That was hundred percent my fault. Yeah. <laughs> occasionally, kids like to embarrass. I mean, you know, people always say like, "Oh, my parents embarrassed me," but. Kids like to embarrass us sometimes. My little guy, his go-to was uh, like, we'd be in, uh, you know, Canadian Tire or something, and I'd be down one aisle and looking at something, and then him and my wife, they would go to another aisle, and people would say, oh, hey, hey, what's going on? They'd be like, where's uh, where's your dad? And he would say, oh, he's having a sloppy poop. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would come around the court, what's happening? And they'd be like, I, he, he was just saying that you were... I'm not. No, I'm right here. I wasn't. But that was his. And then he'd go, hey, like he thinks it's so funny. That was his go-to. He would tell people when people would ask him, "Hey, where's your? Hey, where's your dad today?" Sloppy poop. Yeah. Thanks. Well, and he well, he also says April April Fools. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I, 
and to, surprises when I hop out of the shower. And yeah, out. and to get that joke, you do got to listen to Good Brother Morning, guys. <laughs> That's right. Our 100th episode is on Friday. 100th episode. We got a big bash. Uh, we're pl- planning for our 100th. So oh fun. yeah, uh, I will be posting this tomorrow so just letting you know it's not gonna not gonna sit for weeks so yeah that's cool yeah hey everyone this is adam hayes host of schwa wars podcast i've been involved in independent wrestling here in ontario since 2006 and i can't think of a better way of entertaining the masses right now than with this podcast we don't only cover pro wrestling but we cover everything pop culture as well as a variety of fun and unique show concepts that make us different from the rest. We dispute, debate, discuss everything with a variety of guests as we rank, review, and rave about all things pop culture from the past and the present. So if you got a spare minute, or several, why not check us out today by going to anchor.fm slash schwa wars podcast. That's anchor.fm slash schwa, S-H-W-A, wars podcast. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash schwawars. So don't wait and check us out today. Something I want to tell Ryan, if he does go ahead and become a dad. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, again, his life will change completely, mm-hmm. but we all know that. Uh, be prepared to have the world change from floor up as the baby <laughs> becomes the toddler, becomes the... Uh, you know, from, and I mean, we've all had that where we thought something was far enough away and then you realize, oh, wait, he can pull himself up and reach. Suddenly things yeah. need to be four feet off the ground to be safe. And it just keeps going higher and higher and higher. It's true. See, you got to move them action my, figures and stuff. With my kid, I don't think that's going to work because I'm not the tallest fellow in the world. Hmm. Uh, but his... He's already at my like over my waist as is, and from what I understand, all the males on his mother's side of the family are six feet tall. So I have a feeling very soon I'll be staring up at my son to give him like shit. So he'll be hiding stuff from you. He'll just be like, "Ah, Dad can't get his beer now. It's on the top shelf." One of those reaching claws. Yeah. Hey, wait, Brian, isn't isn't one well, one of your boys taller, a little bit taller, taller than uh, you now? He's almost there. The, my 12-year-old will be, yeah, I, I give wow. him another year and a half and he'll be there. You'll be looking up at him going, hey, you listen here, I'll still put you over my knee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've already warned them both, though, that they are my retirement plan, so treat daddy nice. That's right. You might, you know, you might want to be giving me stick right now, but Trust me, in about 20 years, you're going to be wiping my bum. <laughs> People ask me sometimes, like, oh, do you think uh, you want to get your little guy into wrestling? I'm like, no, I don't want to. Get... What? No, I want him to go make some money doing something. Maybe like football or baseball. Anything. If he's going to be a famous pro, you know what Clayton Kershaw makes in it? No, go learn to throw a knuckleball or something. Don't, don't wrestling. What? No. Oh, my kid's even worse. It's not even wrestling. So like. I work as a shipper. I wrestling world doesn't pay that well unless you're in the big leagues. We all know that. Yeah. So I work as a shipper. And uh my son's like, Daddy, I'm gonna come work with you when I'm older. And I'm like, No, no, you're not. You're gonna get <laughs> better than daddy. You're mm. gonna like mm-hmm. make something. And it's just like hearing him say that, I'm just like, No, I'm gonna do everything possible to make sure that's not the case. Mm. Yep. 
just like uh, myself, uh, about three years ago, I did a career change and I got out of, out of restaurants work somewhere, somewhere uh, different now. And I make more money than I did then. I'm less stressed out. I'm here more. I'm working less hours because I'm so happy. I don't do 12 to 16 hour days anymore. Mm. And just like, I'm home more. I'm happier more. It's Mm. just, I'm not that grumpy asshole. I used to be who was pissing off his wife at wife every other day. (laughs) Yeah. 16s working 16s is not cool. Yeah. That's not. Yeah. No, thanks. Uh, no, just th- those days were, and then I got into another restaurant environment and they made all the promises in the world. And then now they lure you back. No, I got fired three times <laughs> <laughs> from the same company. And they kept giving me different uh, contracts, different jobs, because I could do everything in that building. And they're like, Hey, why don't you, we need you here. Oh, your previous place has been, uh, has you've been uh, laid off from your previous job, but we can give you this one that has no benefits and pays less. And I'm like, well, it's either this or I don't have a job. Mm. So I got out. And I got out. (laughs) Remember the first day you worked eight hours and it's just like, oh, I'm done. I remember the first time I got told I got a break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't work in the service industry. You get no breaks. There, there's no jokes to that. Like literally, there's... the first time, the first time my supervisor was like, "Hey, you get, you get a 15 minute break to do whatever you want." I was very confused. <laughs> I didn't know what to do with myself. I was kind of sat there and doodle my thumbs. I was just like, "That's like, what do I do?" So do I go and eat over a garbage can? No, no. You go sit down, relax. I'm like, what? Um, so I've actually taken to editing my podcast on the air breaks. <laughs> hey, there you go. Oh, no because do you, do you get breaks with what you do? No, no, I don't <laughs> get any breaks, but a little different, right? Because when I'm done, my, uh, my truck's empty, I go home. So sometimes I'm done at like 1230. Sometimes I'm done at 530. You know what I mean? So, yep. I'll take I'll take that. I I'll, I'll quit uh, having breaks just to make sure I'm home at twelve thirty. I can spend like the mm. afternoon with the kids, right? So, oh yeah, yeah. Well, like I luck out with like my work does these random during the summer. They do summer hours, and last last year they actually lined up with uh, when I had my son for the weekend. So it was great. I got to get extra time with them. We got to do more things that we would have done like not been able to do Hmm. this this year they don't line up but like i still make sure that like when i'm on my summer hours i have to start an hour early i make sure i have an alternate way to get to work because there's no way in hell i want to wake my son up at six o'clock in the morning like Hmm. no you sleep in daddy will figure it out if i gotta walk i'll walk if i gotta take a bus well you know what so be it he gets to sleep for like another an hour and a half two hours Nice. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I've been home doing the uh, the virtual schooling with my little guy, and I've got to see what kind of student he is on the thing and stuff. It's uh, it's actually it's actually been kind of fun. Like, well, I mean, 
like I said, I'm kind of lucky because I just have the ones. But like if I if I had four or five and I had to try to figure it, like get them all logged <laughs> in. <and stuff. laughs> Yeah, that would be really hard to like, okay, you're in grade, what grade are you? are in grade six or whatever? Okay, I don't know. You log into this computer and then I got to get a different laptop or tablet or something for this kid. And I just have the one we set it up and then it's, and and plus he's only seven. So it's like, okay, today's project is we're going to color some shit or whatever. And I'm like, sweet, <laughs> color. And then I'll, yeah, so it's, but it's been really cool. You can see, uh, you can, yeah, you can, and, and you can hear how the other kids and like the one that the little kid on his class, like he, uh, you know, they have sharing or whatever. And the, the they're like, the, so they have a question of the day when they do attendance. They're like, uh, instead of just saying, are you here? Are you here? They say, okay, are you here? And also answer the question. So what's your favorite thing to have for breakfast or whatever? So the one question was, uh, well, the one question was, what time do you go to bed? So Henry's like, I don't know, 738 o'clock, whatever. And this little girl, she, she goes on and she says, like, normally I go to bed at like eight, but there was this one time where my parents were really drunk and they were partying <laughs> on the front lawn. And, and the teacher's like, oh, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> She's like, anyway, they were hooting and hollering, raving on, and they were shooting off fireworks and shit. And I couldn't sleep. I'm like, hey, like, and they're like, oh, okay, no. Anyway, so mom took her shirt off. No, no. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. So it's like, yeah. you could hear the teacher like, how do I mute this kid? Yeah. How do I mute this kid? <laughs> okay. Uh, this is one I've been waiting on. Most embarrassing moment from your child that has embarrassed you, that they've actually said or did something in public or said something to other one, somebody to another adult, and you're just like... Um, my kid, luckily enough, hasn't really embarrassed me, but... Um... I've definitely had to have the conversation of uh, we don't run around telling everyone that we're going to drink beer when we're older. Because mm. uh, <laughs> as you guys have seen, he's I, just a man with a plan. That's all he knows what he wants. <laughs> I, I, as you all have seen, I'm sitting here enjoying a beer and, you know, like I'll have a couple of beers a night or whatever. But um, my son, very young age, figured out the word beer and understood the word whiskey and such. So he would literally tell his mom or like whoever would listen that when he gets bigger, he's going to drink beers with his dad and share his dad's beers. And I'm just like, okay, like, no, no, can, can we not run around telling everyone that daddy's drinking beers? Like, <laughs> shush. Hmm. Uh, my most embarrassing thing that my kid did isn't really that bad. One of the PWO shows, um, when she was just starting to learn to crawl around a lot, uh, the wife brought her down into the locker room and just kind of let her play around with him, like eye shot. And she started taking guys' shoes. And at the end of the night, I had to like walk around and Is find this your all shoe? the work Is this your shoes. Shoe? Yeah, like Cinderella. Like, yeah, but it was like I have a left like Nike <laughs> sneaker, and I have like a right loafer, and like then someone would be like, "Hey, man." Uh, someone stole my shoes. I'm like, no, they didn't. My kids stole your shoes. Like, uh -huh. like what do they look like? I will find them. They're probably under this table here or something. And uh, it happened. I'm pretty sure twice. And then finally, <laughs> I was like, everybody. I literally, I think in the meeting before the show started, I told everyone about their shoes in their bag because my kid will probably steal your shoes. I'm, so I think I'm, everyone kind of learned. I'm thinking that I remember this meeting of yeah. guys, yeah, everyone put your down shoes. here, put your shoes in your gimmicks, like, you know, unless yeah. you want to lose your shoes. Yeah, she's a sneakerhead. She's already a sneakerhead. Yeah, yeah, apparently. So 
She's only stealing Jordans and stuff too. Like really nice that you're like, ah. Just, you know what? She wasn't she stealing, stealing any ratty shoes. His shoes in his yeah. size. Yeah. Hmm. Ryan. Um. Um. Uh, Clayton was three years old, and we were still like recording every little thing. Um. I'm on my hands and knees. Clayton's on my back. Daddy's giving a, a walk, uh, you know, around the, the carpet, and then he deliberately sort of slid further and further back <laughs> on me and that before I realized that this is being recorded he slips <laughs> down the back reaches out grabs my pants along the way and suddenly I'm mooning <laughs> luckily it was just the four of us Dempsey was still too young to even understand what was going on my wife's recording the whole thing Clayton's having a grand old time <laughs> and I'm like for sakes are you shitting me? And I think I said that on the video. <laughs> suddenly, that was it. So like the, a lovely family bonding moment. <laughs> and thankfully, it's bonding only gone that far. Because I've pretty much said, this video, you can't burn it, but I will destroy the phone if necessary. This goes out to no one. <laughs> this is not to be Facebook. That's awesome. Well, I mentioned the uh, my dad's having a sloppy poop. Uh, story uh, that's pretty embarrassing when i when i was a child i embarrassed my parents by i was i was a toddler probably one or two years old but already into the wrestling and my um mom had me at the grocery store pushed me around i, I was a big hacksaw jim duggan fan oh, <laughs> oh uh, push me push me around the store i'm sitting in the cart and this old lady comes up and goes like says like hello and i go and I suck my tongue out my tongue out thumb up and she, oh my goodness and she ran and my mom was like laughing but at the same time like we mean we maybe need to talk about the you might need to start shopping somewhere else about the wrestling thing yeah maybe have to talk about the i mean i didn't bushwhacker her lick her in the face or anything but i did oh frowned upon worst thing i did as a kid to my parents i was a hider ah so if they took their eyes off me for a second, I was gone every single time. And I found if I hide in the middle of clothes racks and scare people, I used to do this all the time. Yep. And grab at people's feet. No. My mom. Oh, man. My mom is five feet tall and she is a little, little lady. I've never been a small kid or a small anything in my entire life. She would grab me by the by both ankles over the shoulder. Okay, we're leaving. Had my brother and sister all nice, well behaved. I'm I'm all over the shoulder, just laughing, and people are just giving her like. And my parents were both really young, so she wasn't even twenty years old. Three kids has one one over the over the shoulder, just walking out, just being like, "Yep, nope." I'm get in the car. Get in the car. Your kid arrested. Yep. It's like you're in the car. Uh, It was the 80s. Different times. I did did used to train when Henry would be bad too. Sometimes I would like, um, if he was doing something really bad, like, you know, biting or whatever, then I would pin him, put his arms behind his back. And I'd be like, this is, if you continue to like assault, do bad things, this could be your future. Except instead of me or dad, it's a cop. And then you get arrested or whatever. So I would put his hands, like not forcefully, just put his hands behind his back. I'd be like, like this thing, because this is right before a cop car, okay? So then he, uh, you know, now, you know, now, now he knows he's not going to rob a bank or anything. You know, <laughs> or 
Uh, has anyone I mean, I have tase them? I didn't tase them or nothing. I think Matt didn't get to uh, say if his yeah, child is embarrassing. His embarrassing story. Yeah. No, Matt. Um, I, I I honestly can't think, and it's not that the sun shines out of his asshole, but it's <laughs> just can't I come just, up with one. Well, no, because I'm like my wife. She gets embarrassed sometimes, but I've always had the attitude like he's five, like. Mm. You know, and everybody who has a child or understands a child, they're five. Like, they're going to say this stuff. Yeah. They're going to do this stuff. I guess the most embarrassing thing would be, like, you were talking about virtual schooling. And, um, like, we have them set up in the TV room. And then the bathroom is about 15, 20 feet away. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's he, he goes in there, but he still does that. He finishes his business. You know, wipes his butt, does whatever, and then at, he he starts walking into the bathroom like as he's pulling up, you know, the underwear and the and there's been a few times like he'll get close to the camera and you're just like stop, my <laughs> pants are not on. Yeah, and like he's sitting there and he's pulling it because he wants to get back to school and he's going like this. I don't think he's ever gotten on. He's come pretty darn close. <laughs> and maybe a teacher has seen me kind of go like. <laughs> At least he uh, doesn't bring the the like bring it in with him to the bat. He's yeah. like two plus two is four. Yeah. Ah! Oh. That's but I, where I, I thought that story was going. Yeah, I have it a big time. Definitely where I thought it was for answering from the toilet. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh well. Like, although I am fearful that at some point, um, he's gonna like unmute his microphone while I'm in there and just like. Daddy's in the bathroom. He'll be right back, <laughs> uh, or something like that. But again, it's it's hard to embarrass me. And plus, I've always had it. It's five. Like that's if yeah. you don't look, if why would I be embarrassed? He's five. <laughs> there was once when I I shaved my beard off, and uh, and and he he said uh, Henry said, um, you know, like Daddy, like a lot of people's faces are like oval. Yours is like round, <laughs> and he, he didn't mean it like he there was no meanness in his voice. He didn't mean it mean, but he actually he goes he goes it's okay it looks fine it's just that you're fat and it's not the, he didn't mean it though like you're fat like he was being mean he was just like yeah your face is round because you're fat it's not a big uh, you know it's not a big deal and I'm like yeah okay thanks. <laughs> I think I thought of something. I think uh -oh. I thought of something. Oh. No no no. Um, well yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was one morning my in-laws came over for whatever reason and it was like first thing in the morning and we're all sitting there having breakfast and isaac looked at my wife and said mommy why is your shirt on backwards and who who can tell me why her shirt was on backwards because uh -oh. <laughs> we had gotten amorous the night before the yeah. lights were off and when she put her stuff at yeah <laughs> and it took me a couple seconds i'm just like you're because she had like a logo on the back and she like, yeah. he was just like matter mommy why is your shirt on back it's almost that like no one else noticed it but he did notice it he did it's like i didn't notice it damn it but yeah and just everybody you could just see it around the room just slowly people just like ah. <laughs> but like he, oh yeah, he was like four, and like we're a married couple, so it's not that embarrassing. So it's yeah. just like, oh, okay. Oh, it's, it's just one like, of those. You know what I was doing with your daughter last night? <laughs> oh, dear. oh, dear. 
Although my wife, and this is kind of off topic, she's always just like, don't talk to my parents about our, our set. We have a child. They know. They clearly Something know. happened. <laughs> they know we did it at least once. I mean, exactly. uh, yeah. <laughs> he's right. Like, here's proof that we've had sex. Like, <laughs> I married you and everything. Like, what? <laughs> I love when uh, somebody says, like, yeah, me and my, you know, me and my husband were trying to have a kid. I'm like, don't. Now I'm picturing it. Don't you don't have to, say <laughs> you don't have to tell me we're trying. You were uh, we get it. Like just tell me when it's happening or whatever, and I'll assume it happens. Don't do that. Uh, another time, uh, Henry was being bad, and we said, "You know what? You're not allowed to go to baseball tonight." He was playing. You know, he had t-ball or whatever. No, nope, we're not. We're not taking you. You're staying home. And uh, he said, he came into the room and he goes, "You um, he's like, you guys are buttholes for not letting me go to baseball." <laughs> And he, but he had no idea that that was like a, you know, a little bit of a swear word, kind of like a little bit bad. He just thought like he was saying he, it, was, it was exactly as if he was saying you guys are mean for not. But he didn't word it that way. He said you guys are buttholes for not letting me go to baseball. That's the worst part. It was like your kid will swear, and you're like yeah. you want to be mad at them, but like, but you're like that was my fault. They shouldn't even understand the concept of where to put this word, and they yeah. like use it perfectly the first time, and you're like. I want to be mad at you, but yeah, you, you did it right. Like I kind of want to be impressed. <laughs> at the same I'm pretty, time. I'm pretty confident my dad at least one time when I was little, at least like a couple times, said, "Stop fucking swearing so much." And I'm <laughs> like, "Did you just hear your sentence? Like, where do you think it's coming from?" Like, well, my I just got my Father's Day card, and uh, my ex was actually like, she did that little interview thing with him. <clears throat> oh yeah, those are fun. And oh, yeah. uh, she asked him, what does daddy say a lot? And he goes, bad words. And she goes, I'm uh, not, I'm not writing that. She goes, what else does he do? She, he goes, uh, funny things. But we know, but we know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And speaking of embarrassing stuff, uh, the, 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 my ex-girlfriend's uh, son, he got into dance, which he, he like got into baseball or like uh, uh, jazz dance. Pop and lock. He, okay. oh, cool. Yeah. He got into jazz okay. dance. Um, which he used to jazz dance during the winter and he would play baseball because I was encouraging him during the, the summer months. Mm-hmm. And then one day he comes to me and he says, Matt, would you mind if I stopped playing baseball? I said, dude, like, I just, I just wanted you to try it. If you don't like it, I'm not going to make you do it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, good. Cause I want to dance full time. And I'm like, well, I'm a proud stepfather, <laughs> but that, not, that's, I, of course I was just a, a little bit of levity. But because um, because he, he the, we go to the recital at the end of the year, and it's him and twelve girls. Yeah, he's got the right mindset then apparently. <laughs> and he's and, and like before the show, he's like, oh, I, I don't like this, or I don't, don't want to. Do, uh, why? And he's like, because it's me and twelve girls, and he's like ten at the time. Mm. And I'm like, dude, in like three, four years, yeah. it's gonna be you and twelve girls. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're gonna like. But at the recital, they went by age group, and so he's like ten. And the, the little ballerinas, like three, four years old, they come up there and they're not even dancing. They're just wandering around the stage to music. <laughs> and this one little girl walks to the front of the stage, finds mommy and daddy, waves, turns around, <laughs> and then she grabs her leotard and pulls it up her ass. <laughs> and of course, like everybody's like, oh, my God. So then we go through the, the things and then he get uh, my, my girlfriend's son. He gets up there. He does his dance, but he he tripped just slightly, but he tripped. And after the show and I'm recording like the whole recital. And he, we, we and he's like, oh, I can't believe I messed up. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. Like, oh, my God, like everybody was laughing at me. And I'm like, dude, watch this. 
Ain't <laughs> <laughs> hey, nobody knew you were there. Yeah, no, nobody was thinking of you because I want to show you what happened when the show started. <laughs> yeah, nobody saw you, man. Nobody yeah. saw you. Trust me, you you tripped and it was just like meh. But that girl pulled her leotard up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were fine. Yeah, you were you were good. Yeah. And one thing, I'm just wondering, when does my dad beard kick in? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't always happen. Uh, yeah. I mean, nice. just maybe you can borrow orders. some from Mark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah his is I'll, I'll give you half of it right now. Yeah. This is impressive. Yeah, honestly, about I have maybe I'd say a tenth of that growing. Like it just. When did you I, decide to like not know what a razor was, Mark? Uh, or even scissors for that matter with that whatever that is. On yeah, yeah. I think, I think the hair's got <laughs> something's got to happen with this. I like it. I really. No, I like I'm it. I'm going for the, the wild band look. Which yeah, it's, it's accomplished. I was, I, yeah, I was oh, yeah. Like Bruiser Brody here. So, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, sometimes, uh, you, sometimes you see a wrestler in the ring or whatever, and you're like, oh, that, that guy definitely sells cars like through the week. <laughs> he's uh, he's definitely like got to have a day job. He's not allowed to have anything crazy or whatever. But you're you look like a wrestler. Yeah, it's good. But well, Justin, like, I don't know when you're. Is... What's that? I was gonna say people will look at me and they'll be like, "Who the hell let him out of his cage?" <laughs> <laughs> Jumanji, look at him. I love it. I love it. But I was gonna say, Justin, I don't know when yours coming in, but dude, you're not alone. This is like two months. Mm. This I it takes some time. Oh yeah, yeah mine grows. You're not alone. Too. I got like a gap in here that doesn't grow, and then I so I gotta like comb it over like a. Yeah, I gotta like cover it. It's yeah, it's not. And if oh, I don't yeah. have it, then I I look like a middle aged melon, fat, of course, fat lady. Oh, uh, I just like a, I just yeah, like melon. how how I'm how I'm how I'm getting like the the middle aged age mullet going. So yeah. that's all good. Or as they say in French, uh, mollier. <laughs> it makes it all that more acceptable. Yeah, it's a little more. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I remember the one more... time I did shave. I was like, <clears throat> I asked my son. He goes, "I'm like, do you want Daddy to shave?" And he goes, "Yeah." And I go and I shave, and then he looks at me and goes, "Uh, put it back." <laughs> like, <he's> just... <laughs> <laughs> how it works? Yeah, you get to oh, yeah. give me a bit I of time. I can't just go. I can't just glue it back on my face. <laughs> You're like, hold on, who <laughs> put it back? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, my son back. did the same thing. I shaved it all off, and he was, I came out, and he's like, "Daddy, can you put that back?" Like, no, I can't. <laughs> oh, it's, it's gonna take a bit, son. Yeah, my, you know, kids say the same thing when they get circumcised. Can you put that back? <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe not. All right, all right, guys. I am going to going going to wrap this up, and I just want to thank you all so much for coming on. I had a blast. This was. This was really fun. It's cool. Uh, yeah, like we're all wearing, you know, Nike Monarch Airs and we're all just going to cut the grass. We got our cargo shorts on. We're all dads. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. There it is. Now, are you are you wrapping it up because like you're at a time or because you're out of questions? Because I got a question. Shoot. Oh, yeah. Hit us. Okay. Oh, no, man. Because somebody said earlier, like, you know, oh, you have to put the action figures higher. Let mm -hmm. me ask you something. Okay. When my wife got, got pregnant, I have my toys. Yeah. And my wife asked me, well, what are you going to do when, you know, he wants to play with your toys? I don't collect toys. Like, I collect, mm. but I collect for me. I'm not trying to make money off it or anything like that. And I said, well, it might be tough, but, you know, if he asked to play with it, okay. But, but I told her, but remind me, I'm telling you today, like, okay, play with my toys. 
I want to, I want everybody here who has their wrestling toys or whatever, their special little things. I want your attitude on, cause he's found, I had these two WCW, uh, cars, uh, NASCARs. And, uh, I can't remember what the term is, but those, I was, those are the only things I was really keeping to try to keep mint. Mm-hmm. And then he found them. Cause of course he's a boy. He likes his cars. Now they're beat they up and everything. But what is everybody's attitude? If your child says, daddy, can I play with that? I, I well, want to hear people's attitudes. I have two toys that my son is not allowed to touch, uh, which are an original uh, 19. You'll probably correct me, Justin, because I don't know. But it's from the 80s. I have the original Starscream and Sidewipe, uh, Sideswipe <clears throat> from the Transformers. So and my son's in Transformers now. And he's like, can I play yours? Uh, no. Uh, but... I had uh, Deadpool as my favorite comic book character, and I had two Deadpool Funko Pops in the box, mint, sealed, not open. I had Spawn figures that I'd gotten from when I was like 16 that were like, one was a comic book and one was from the movie. And I had them, and he's now found them. My Funko Pops now open and beaten to shit. (laughs) Uh, The Spawn, the arms got broken, and I've had to crazy glue it back on. Uh, half the weapons for the comic book spawn or who knows where, but the only two things, like I said, is the, that, that star scream inside. So I'm like, no, dude, you can't like most of them. I'm like, eh, whatever. I can replace it if I really have to. But those are the two things I'm like, no, cause he's had, he's gotten like, I found like old stuffed animals or wrestlers or whatever. And I'm just like, Oh, go ahead. Whatever. Like, I kind of regret getting rid of mine. Like, when I was, like, 17 to my nephews, I'm like, they would have, God, my kid would have tons of money right now. <laughs> but, uh, no, like, depending, I would I would say for myself, because he's also into comic books, and I'm a big comic book guy, too. Hmm. Uh, like, I just got The Last Ronin for Father's Day, and it was a comic book that I've been looking for since, like, last summer. And he cool. was like, can you read it to me? And I was like, you weren't touching the comic book mm. but you may sit beside me and i will read it to you <laughs> you can be mm-hmm. in the room yeah <laughs> you can be in the room while i read this aloud <laughs> now yeah, before... I, I pretty i'm pretty oh sorry I was just saying, i'm no. pretty lucky my my little guy's not very has never been very like thing based like even at christmas time he'll like open one present and be like oh this is so cool and he'll like want to play with it and i'm like there's a there's a pile of other stuff do you want to do that and he's like uh, yeah, all right, I guess. Like, we have to almost talk him in. Whereas, you know, some of my nieces and nephews are just like, rip it open, throw it, rip it open, throw it. Like, and, and where's then the, look. where's the next one? Where's the next yeah, one? Yeah, so he hasn't been very thing based. But also, a lot of the things that I have, uh, like that I've collected, I've put on as kind of like a display. So it looks like art. Even though it's an action figure in a, in a, a box or whatever, it looks like an art piece. So he, in his head, he's like, well, I wouldn't take a painting off the wall and like play with that and like drive it. Like, uh, so why would I take this off the wall and play with it? So I've been lucky that way. But sometimes, like now that he's a little older, he's like understanding well, that's a toy. Yeah, and, and he'll <laughs> and, and he'll be like, "Hey, do you want to play floor hockey?" I'm like, "Yeah, of course I do." I'm I'm also seven in my brain, right? So I'm like, "Yeah, definitely." <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, if I win, uh, can I open one of your?" Red Heart actually. I'm like, no, what? That's not a deal we're making. No. So I just yes. try to keep him well stocked with his own stuff. Here, you play with your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Shaw? Are you going to let your daughters play with their Dungeons and Dragons? Uh, see, that's the thing. Like, I don't let my kids play with dice. 
for the obvious <laughs> reason that they're a choking hazard. Yeah, right, um, right, right, yeah. And kids already put everything in their mouth anyway. Well, okay, and, okay. Mm-hmm. What if they grab one of your Dungeon and Dragon books? Because uh, no, I know up, the collection you have. High enough. Yeah, they're up high enough. They can't reach them. And if for they now. do, for now, <laughs> then I'll put them somewhere else. I'll find somewhere else. That's the thing. I don't have a lot of collectible stuff. I hide them all in plain sight, kind of like. Well, your books, like art, really. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but they're novels, right? And they're like, a lot of them are all like. No pictures. Novels. They're not going to want those. <laughs> yeah. Who no. wants to look at a paperback novel? That's interesting yeah. as fuck. Like. <laughs> Yeah, and if they damage one of them, honestly, it's probably cost me ten bucks to replace one of those. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my video games that I have like hidden mm-hmm. on the shelf, but I turn the entire shelving unit like so they can't grab them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, like, it's just a solid black cabinet that has like no shelves. But like, if you move it, then there's all my video games. But they don't know how to do that yet, so. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm safe. Oh, my, my kid just goes, Daddy, and just grabs the game and like starts opening and trying to like jam buttons on my PlayStation. I'm like, ah, <laughs> that is more money than you have in your piggy bank. Stop Yeah. And Brian, do you have, have, have any collectibles, anything? I've had to sort through my comics <laughs> and decide what, which what ones can my son are... touch and what can he not? <laughs> exactly. So it, over the over the years, it's been okay. Let's you know this is a learning example. Okay, let's you know okay this like this one here. I have multiple copies of this, so you boys can go ahead and read it. And that's Damage really that what it, for, that's really what it's come down to. It's so and to be fair, most of my comics are two hours away for that hmm. very reason. They're <laughs> back in. I'm in London. The, the comics are in Toronto. Safe. So when Daddy goes to Toronto to visit Grandma, grab he pulls out his comic and reads with the white gloves. Yeah. That's awesome. But then I I do have the ones I know I can bring back, and the boys can enjoy comics because I want them to be able to enjoy that as well. Yeah, that's nice. So. Good yeah. sharing. Yeah, it also it also teaches them sharing to be like, listen, I'm going to give yeah. you the responsibility of I'm going to take down this, you know, like I have a little display of some of the wrestlers that I've you know rang announced for or or uh, or re- refereed or whatever. So I'll take them down and I'll be like, listen, you can play with this big show or whatever, but I want it back. You got to be careful with it, and then we put it back on the shelf. So it, it teaches them responsibility to be careful and stuff, right? So yeah, uh, I I'm. Oh, go ahead, Justin. And I'm just going to going to pipe in pipe in here with my collectibles and i do not hide it i'm a collector of toys and comics and action figures my kids are more safe with my stuff than i am they will take out like my kids today at uh we picked up um a four pack of dust off the uh, what is it that spray air stuff to clean action figures it was their their idea oh, yeah. Oh, wow. and yeah it's like they take better care of my action figures than i do you're like let's clean it up yeah um and i got a little bit of ocd and i'm not a slob in any way shape or form i live in kind of organized chaos but i don't know if i'm giving my kids my own personality traits or if they're just more clean than I am and they learn this from their mother, but it, cause it's not me. Um, like they will mm-hmm. take the, uh, 
like they will help me redo my display cases and take all the dust off everything. And they enjoy just doing that with me, hmm. just kind of hanging out, talking and redoing stuff. Like I do the, uh, the unboxing videos with little, little, little Gomi on, on Facebook there. And we just, we have a blast. We're just cracking open toys. I give my opinions. He gives his, and then he teaches me how to transform them because I'm an idiot. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> That's Maybe it. it's like uh, well, I, with, with my little guy, it's, it's kind of like the Lion King. I show him all my Bret Hart action figures, and I'm like, someday this could all be yours. yours. <laughs> <laughs> my son has no care for like the things that are like mine. He's just like, hey, Dad, did you, did you see the cool Iron Man I got? And I'm like, if I showed you an Iron Man from when I was a kid, you'd be like, why do you have a stick? And I'm like, you yeah, know yeah. what? Pretty much. Screw yeah. you, kid. This doesn't light. This well, doesn't light up or have a hologram yeah, well, was, that comes was, out of it. I was showing Justin because I oddly enough have because Justin's a big Transformers fan. I yeah. honestly have my kid's first Transformer, and Joe, you're probably around my age, so you remember having to like seventeen thousand yeah. pieces. Click, click, bam! It's a transfer. Bam! Now it's a car. <laughs> like, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. two little moves and he's done. And I've got to like spend an hour and a half just to make ours were never out. done. Ours yeah. were never done. It was like a Rubik's cube. <laughs> yep. Like, I got my Devastator. It's six individual Transformers that you have to transform into their pieces and then put them together yeah. to build the big guy. You ever think I'm taking that guy apart? It took me like three, no, about no. three hours. He stays okay. there. It's yeah, like it's if I ever got like the original transform or not transformers, the original like um, Power Rangers, Megazord. Oh, yeah. If mm. I built that thing and I had all them, my my son would probably be like, "Can I play with the red one?" Uh, no, you play with the whole thing or nothing. I'm not taking it apart. But here's the thing: little Gomi can take Devastator apart perfectly in ten minutes and put them back together in ten minutes. Oh, wow. He has yeah. he has a knack for a train. Uh, You're like, trans, sweet. Here you go. Here you take transformers. Like I like, and I own some of the titans, like the big big guys. They're about the size of a toddler. Um, yeah, I I have a problem. I know, but not to uh, rewind <laughs> too far, but just one no, more no, piece go. of advice for our. All right, was it Ryan that wrote in? Right? Is that here? Ryan? <laughs> he has one yes, more. Collect- he has a lot of collectibles too. One more. So one, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. One more piece of advice of like how your life would change if you had a kid. I was uh, putting up posters like for a wrestling show once with Eddie Osborne and Jeff Black, and uh, Jeff was trying to like open a, a thing, a packet tape or something to put the, or maybe it was a thing of staples for the staple gun. I don't know. He was trying to like open it. Those are quite different. Yeah, he's like trying. <laughs> I can't remember whatever it was. He was struggling to get it open, and Eddie Osborne said, "He goes, he goes, ta ta." Tata, <laughs> and Jeff goes. Did you just fucking tata me? Don't you ever? He he's like, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from. I know I Eddie Osborne's a father, so the worst. Yeah. So he's like tata. Tata. Can't fix your problems. My my uh, and also like my niece. She used to always. You'd ask her a question if she didn't hear you. She wouldn't say pardon. She would say what's that? So now. All of us still to this day, she's like 15 now. All of us still say, what's say? What's say? That's how we talk to each other. Instead of like, sorry, what did you say? We say, what's say? So like, that's what, that's what happens is you're, you're like, ta-ta, hand that over. And you're like, did you just, you're going to be at work or whatever. And you're going to say to your manager, ta-ta. And the manager, what did you just fucking say? That's, that's, that's how your yep. brain's going to change. That's how it works. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh boy. Fruit so nac- how, also, how fru- uh, we don't call fruit snacks, fruit snacks. We call them fruit snacks. 
<laughs> that's my. So how many of the guys here are like do the do the cooking with the family? Like I know Justin, you probably do. Um, so I'm not sure how many of you guys know, but I literally was in the food industry for about 13 years of my life. Mm. So like beef roulades, cheesecakes, I can make all this stuff from scratch. Like really, you you can throw like 20 ingredients at me, and here's an amazing dinner. So with that interview that I was saying with uh my kid the best thing i make is craft dinner i'm like dude i just follow a freaking box how is that the best thing i make i make make you like pulled pork ribs like craft dinner so like with with the guys that do the cooking here is is there something that your kid will be like yeah no dad no just just make me craft dinner pasta and sauce Hmm. pasta and sauce yep yep um Isaac is toast and shreddies. Nice. <laughs> I nice. love toast and shreddies. Wait, That's you a have a five-year-old yeah. and it's toast and shreddies. Yeah. My son does not like sugar. My son does not like juice. My son does Good. not like meat. My son, like, and it's not that we're not trying to give it to him. Right. He He's just like, doesn't no. like it. He's but just yeah, smart. If, He's just a smart. Yeah. Yeah. He just, he doesn't want to eat this stuff. My like the, kid, it's like, no, you can't have candy for breakfast. And your kid's like, oh, yeah. the shreddy, yeah. please, dad. Yeah, exactly. Shreddies <laughs> and uh, shreddy or applesauce. Applesauce might be his oh. big thing. Uh, as far as, well, I shouldn't say that. Put a cheese pizza in front of him and he gone. goes. She go. Put yeah. anything on yeah. the pizza. Mm-hmm. He gets mad. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, my son is very, very particular and it goes back to what we were talking about before oh yeah he's just he's very regimented and my little guy i'm like hey do you want me to make you a sandwich or are you hungry what do you and he this is what he says he goes can you make me a platter i'm like what the fuck is that he's like a platter you know it's got like crackers cheese maybe some fruits and vegetables it's like a little platter i'm like yeah <laughs> let me just get a charcuterie board out for you yeah. can, can you make me a platter you know just with a little nice nice array you know yeah sure i'm on it yeah i'll just make you a platter I've kind of, uh, I've, I've kind of, for snack wise, I've kind of shown my kid that there's like a drawer addressed to just oh, him, so yeah. he knows that if it's in that drawer, like it's fair game. Way to go, yeah. Yeah, my kid's just what? not to convince. Sorry, Brian, go. No, I was just, I, I just find it trying to convince the kids that goldfish is not a food group. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and that it's it. it we've gone on the days where you could use it as a reward or even, you know, mm. take it away or anything like that. It's just like, okay, fine. As a, I'm sure dads will appreciate this. We've come to read the side of boxes now to make sure that whatever's they're in, they're eating. It's somewhat nutritious. At, exactly. You're going to be at peace with it. If it's this, like, wait, is that the third bowl today? And then you look inside. Yeah. Okay, fine. Okay. Well, it won't kill you. It's not the best thing, but at least, you know, all right, well then take your vitamins and then, okay, yeah. fine. We'll cut it as even. You're reading it like, what the hell is maltodextrin? I don't know what that even is. That a word? What does that even mean? All right. Has anybody had this issue? You're working all day. You're hoping. You're like, I'm so happy I get to go home and eat this one thing. And then it's all gone. And it's like a ridiculous amount of food is just gone. And it is like. It's not ridiculous amounts of food with my kid. But it's like, my kid is definitely my mini me. So, like, I'm a huge fan of, like, beef jerky, pepperoni sticks or whatever. But the problem is I keep those in, like, my son has, like, a, uh, one of those towers from, like, Walmart that you, like, have drawers on and you can put different stuff. <clears throat> so the tower and the one drawer in the fridge, he knows this is. 
but I keep all the like pepperoni sticks in there. Mm. So I'll sometimes be like, yeah, I got a pepperoni sticks. No, no, I don't. Cause my kids realized, oh, Hey, I'm not, 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 not. Cause he knows to open it now too. And it doesn't even need, sometimes he doesn't need to ask. So he'll just, he knows that he can have that as long as it's not a certain time close to dinner or whatever. When I, and when I like, was a kid, my, if I would open up a granola bar or a pudding cup or something, my mom would be like, Hey, don't eat that. Those are for your dad's lunch. Because my dad worked at a factory, so he'd pack a lunch. Don't eat those. Those are for your dad's lunch. <laughs> now, I'm like, oh, sweet, mini Oreos or something. I go to eat them, and my wife says, hey, don't eat those. Those are for your <laughs> son's lunch. I'm like, no, wait, I get to be the dad. Those are for my lunch. And she's like, no, those, yeah. are, for, those are for his lunches when mm-hmm. he goes to school. I'm like, no, wait, I get to be the dad. Those are for my lunch. Yeah. Yeah, I skipped it. I just, I, I, yeah. It mm-hmm. went from being your dad's lunch to it's the kid's lunch. Yeah. Yeah, uh, ending up lactose in a house of people who enjoy pizza. Mm. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, there's only a few places <laughs> yeah. that'll put the dairy-free cheese on the pizzas there too. I think yeah, like New Orleans maybe does it. And- uh, pizza Pizza does it, and it's actually uh, I love their calzone, okay. which is actually really good because uh, I find every lactose-free cheese is really salty, right? Mm. But in the calzone. You don't taste the salt as there much because it's all mixed in with with every 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 everything else. Mm. Yeah. So they don't eat it like cock, like real cocky, like oh man, mm, yeah, oh, they do. So good. Oh, see, yeah. that's, see, that's just ignorant. Oh no, my my fourteen year old will sit there like this and go. Oh, I wish you could have this. Oh, <laughs> no, my wow. oh no, oh, and so then good. and then I say this, I will eat one slice, and then they all run. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh God! You're like, oh, oh, is that good? Guess what? You're out of the will. There you go. You're out. <laughs> oh no, no. Um, my issue with lactose is, I have explosive gas, and so it's like painful, and it smells like um, death. I, I would reactor. say more like uh, roofing tar. Ah, like cool. bad cool. roofing tar. This is why why I gave up uh, dairy. Um, they're like, oh, you can take these uh, pills. And I'm like, well, I don't. The other issue with those uh, pills, they do work, but you're not going to shit for about three days. Mm. It's the opposite. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So mm. with, the, with the topic of food, yeah. so my <laughs> four-year-old currently is, I, I don't eat vegetables. So it's just an absolute atrocious war just to get him to eat a carrot Mm -hmm. so how have you guys found with your food your kid having a food aversion or just playing out being like nope not not happening my smoothies not my son's not happening is pickles Hmm. he like if you like go to mcdonald's and order him a cheeseburger like you have to make sure that there is no pickles on that thing because like he opens it and was like, uh, oh man, uh, there's a pickle here mm-hmm. and uh, you're going to need to eat this because uh, this is not going in my face. Mm. So what pickles. have we found is pickles are like, uh, what I did with, or to make your kid actually eat the vegetables or whatever. What I, I did say, if you don't eat that, I'm going to feed the dog raisins. <laughs> <laughs> What I found worked with uh, my kids, because I have one that's really picky with food, smoothies. 
Hmm. They got a lot of uh, vegetables in it. You can put almond milk in it or regular milk or whatever the aversion is hmm. to make sure they're getting all the vitamins, nutrients, everything they need. I give them a strawberry banana smoothie with spinach in it or a strawberry banana smoothie so with a whole it. whack of the carrots. Yep. So hiding it. Yeah. Or, uh, at, sometimes, uh, sometimes I'll yeah. shred carrots into pancakes and put like, because then it's like a carrot cake, but they don't even notice it's in there. Yeah. Oh, oh wait, actually, Joe. <laughs> Shaw's got um, a notepad right now. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. Um, about being, uh, I, I, I totally for, forgot to ask this, but being a vegan, is your, your child vegan? No, 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 no. I, no? I want him to make his own, like, okay. you know, take, take in the information. But at the same time, I don't hide, um, like, maybe some, some people do, like, people, like, uh if he'll say daddy what like you know why don't you eat bacon blah 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 and then i'll you know i'll just kind of explain well i i, I can't i got high cholesterol so that's why like so sometimes vegans are vegan for certain reasons in my case it was a medical thing i had to try to you know like yeah. lower my cholesterol lower my blood pressure and stuff so it was it, it but but you know some yeah like sometimes he'll say like can i have another glass of milk now a lot of people don't realize how inflammatory milk is so sometimes he get well you do because you're like yeah. those <laughs> but 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 uh you know sometimes he'll feel unwell or whatever and and so for me to help him remember that feeling of illness that sometimes the kids forget they eat something that even though they know it's going to make them not feel good so he'll say can i have another glass of milk or can i have whatever i'll say well let me ask you a question are you a baby cow and he'll say, no, why? And I'm like, well, because this wasn't made for you. This was made for a baby cow. That's why it makes you feel sick. And so then he's like, okay, yeah, fine. I'll just have water. But I mean, it's not, but I, at the same time, I don't, if he hasn't had any milk and he wants a glass, I'm not going to say, no, I, I just, you know, I just try not to try not to overexpose him to the addiction that I had, which was, I was addicted to cheese and it's mm -hmm. hard to, it's hard to cut that out later in life. If he ends up the same as me with high cholesterol or whatever, right. I'm like trying to kind of lay that groundwork now where, oh, yeah. yeah. So like, it, yeah, but I, but I get it. If there were some people out there that were vegan because of, you know, whatever animal rights or whatever, then maybe they would be a little more strict with their kids and they'd be doing this or doing that. But I'm, I'm more like, no, I'm worried about me because I have high cholesterol. You're still this, you know, healthy little kid. Let's, you know, within reason, obviously, it's yeah, not yeah, going to yeah. be like, here's a, here's a chocolate cake for breakfast or whatever, but. Uh, you know. So Matt, with, with, have you found anything with like Isaac is very much like a, there's no way, no chance that he'll eat it or. Um, well, as I said, like meat, he, he won't, he won't eat meat. So like, like in any sense anything, of the form, like anything, um, actually, I, should I love that. this kid. I, I shouldn't <laughs> say that every once in a while he'll eat like uh chicken fingers hmm. every once in a while or a chicken nugget or whatever but that's very few and far between and i have to like and again i i, I speak so highly of isaac the sun does not shine out of his asshole Duh. <laughs> I, I i always preface by saying that but i gotta give him credit he tries things it's not like he just okay. looks at something and says yeah, no good. he tries it and then he says no Mm -hmm. But like he'll try something like no, I don't like it, and okay, well we can't really can't and... force you to like. Well, that I my kid yeah, gets exactly. like, I, I, you can't you can't push it on. I'm like he's put no. it in his mouth. He's yeah. tried it. Yeah, there's nothing. If, if he but doesn't yeah, like meat, it, he just uh, yeah, he doesn't like it exactly. Yeah, yeah, meat is meat is probably the big thing. He just the texture just he ah he just can't yeah. take it. Good. 
Good for him. Then he doesn't end up like me, addicted to meat years later, Bacon. and you have to cut it out. And it's <laughs> super hard to cut it out because you've been eating it for 32 years or whatever. Yeah. Shaw, what about you? Like with your kids being fairly new to the food game. Yeah, I was going to say my oldest, um, she doesn't really have aversions to anything. It's more if she doesn't know she likes it, she won't mm. try it until she watches us eat it. Oh, uh, which could be a challenge <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Shaw's like, I don't like escargot, but here we go. Eat the snail. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, my youngest literally is a trash can. She'll eat everything. Everything <laughs> that you put in front of her, she'll eat it. Didn't she she'll try to eat, eat like spoon. the sand or whatever? Jasmine does oh, like she, the place. Literally sand. everything. That's everything. awesome. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Like, no, it was graham crackers, but she definitely tried to eat it. <laughs> yeah. No, it was like you sweep the ground in front of her. Like she's on the ground and trying to sweep the floor. She just sticks her hand in the dirt pile. I was like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Yeah. She just rolls in it. She's like, oh, it's food. Everything's food. It's not. Mm. It's yeah. dirt that we found on the ground. What are you doing? Sometimes kids' survival instincts are not real great. I, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I remember when Henry was little. Yeah, it was. It's like a dodo yeah. bird, right? Like, yeah. we weren't yep. there to keep her safe. She would literally have gone extinct already. Yeah, you're like, like what, what do you do? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And Brian? Well, aside from it, it's more trying to get them to eat more than just two or three things. And then uh, again, having um, my father-in-law come in and watch them on a fairly regular basis so that the wife and I can get out to work. It's so you come home and it's like, oh, bacon and eggs. Again, yeah. <laughs> um, can, we, can we expand it? Oh, look, more chicken nuggets. And it's funny it, they've settled into that so it's mm. once familiar for them and now it's like even tonight we went out and had indian food and we went um the wife went out and bought a whole variety of things placed it in the middle of the table and showed everything to the boys one was more willing to at least try the other one was just kind of like nope if it's not if it doesn't fall into the category of these three things then i want nothing to do with it so um I guess we've stopped pushing as much as we could. And that's more, I hate to say it, then eat your multivitamins, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Gold, get... Goldfish crackers and vitamins, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just get something in you that will keep you going. And then hopefully at some point, you know, you'll you'll realize there's a whole world out there of, uh, yeah. of foods to eat. I think that's one of my pet peeves too, is is when you're wa- your kids are watching a um a cartoon or something and then advertisements for you know sugary cereal or whatever comes on and i'm like what like we're like you know now the kid is already being trained at this young age eat this trash eat this trash eat this trash and i'm like man that's gonna be so hard to like pull them away from you know i mean it's delicious don't get me wrong but it's like there's no there's zero you know fiber or any sort of content in uh, you know, Lucky Charms or whatever that they're trying to sell you or ring pops or whatever. And you're like, can't we? Yeah. So it, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a hard fight uh, even when they're, you know, especially to try to try to build a base when they're little. Right. But. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that was the same way it was for us too, though. Think about it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. We were but, growing up. That was the same stuff. Yeah. And there wasn't any of these research papers or anything like that back then. So our parents were just kind of like, well, yeah, whatever the commercial says, sure. I don't know. Go ahead. Eat it. Yeah. Like, Pop-tarts are nutritious. Just take these with you. Yeah, Yeah, eat this Mm -hmm. for breakfast or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For me, it was uh, toaster strudels. Oh, they're so good. I was never much of a... 
wasn't a pop tart kid until I started smoking weed. To be oh, totally yeah. honest, yeah, but, yeah, that'll do yeah, it. That'll do it. Yep. Oh yeah, because pop tarts are awesome, and oh, they're so and they got yeah. all these cool flavors now. They got s'mores and like yep. it used to just birthday be birthday cake for a while. Birthday cake yeah. it used to just be like strawberry chocolate. That was it. Right now they got all yeah. these ball and ass flavors. Yeah, so Oreos my, and stuff. My kid, like I said, he's like a minute little mini me. With like, I swear to God, if I just had like a batch of like craft dinner and hot dogs in in my fridge, that would be like my kid's go to is all you need craft yeah. dinner and hot dogs. That's his go to. So, like, almost every time that I'm like, "Hey, bud, like, daddy's coming to pick you up. Like, what do you what do you want for dinner?" And he'd be like, "Uh, hot dogs and craft dinner." So, <laughs> has there definitely been? go-to's for your kid that like that's like every meal that's what they want yep my oldest wants bear paws all the time <laughs> oh those are good yeah so she'll, she'll pick up the box from the pantry walk over and be like no you had two already go away <laughs> put her mother put the box See? out like a beggar child be like oh <laughs> God, we both tell them no mm. then she goes over she all puts it back on the shelf yeah she puts it on the shelf and then she stands by the shelf waiting for one of us to walk by so that she can take it off the shelf again and be like, hey, bear paw? It's like, been no. five minutes. Mm. Yeah. So we have another. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One more bear paw. Yeah. Uh, does does anybody else meal uh, meal plan? Um, I think sometimes when little guys in school we'll we'll kind of prep something for like because we have to make his lunch every day or whatever but most of the time it's yeah it's just kind of thrown together most of the time it's a text to me at 10 o'clock and what do you want for dinner and be like what do we have yeah and i'll be like pull this and i will make magic when i get home (laughs) (laughs) exactly i used to do meal plans before kids but now um trying to have both of them introduced to different things we kind of just make something different uh kind of go with the flow, try to find different things for them to try, mm-hmm. give them things that we know they like once in a while as well. So I don't really do the meal plan so much anymore. Well, and it's frustrating to work that hard to be like, uh, like I've worked on your entire week's worth of, and they're like, and I don't, they're like, like, I don't, I don't want that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want I don't this. Like yeah. You're like, oh, son of a bitch. Like this was my you know entire week's plan or whatever, right? But yeah. I'm just going to move the camera quick and just be like, where is it? There we go. Oh, so you like oh, write it, it all out. There's a menu board. Oh my. <laughs> uh, remember when I said oh, about uh, a little bit about my uh, my that's, my OCD? That's your OCD kick. <laughs> yeah, so that's your OCD kicking in there. Yep. Yep. I try and plan over the next over several days more just to you, you know the foods that are good for them, and you try and get them in their bellies as much as possible, and the foods mm. that are not so good. So for me, it's like, okay, when's the last time you had like bacon okay yeah bacon a day ago. no <laughs> that's, bacon that's a horrible choice <laughs> yeah, so it's just... when's the last time you had bacon <laughs> we need more bacon we're making the dog just very sad just talking yeah. about bacon the when's the last time? time you had yeah, well i know i see what brian's saying it's like you gotta okay well now we're gonna wait a, when's the last time you had cheese whiz okay we can't do that again today it's gonna yes. be four days later oh uh, i miss i miss cheese whiz on toast man i really do yeah, that, that was, was like good. That was one of my one of my go-tos. Just... I miss cheese with with a spoon. What do you mean about a toast? <laughs> I'm, 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 
Yeah, just eat oh, it. no, for me, anything goes on bread. I can make anything into a sandwich. Uh, lately, what I've been doing is... Uh, you sound like a British person there just putting chips on the sandwich and calling it a chip buddy. Uh, yeah. No. Now what what I've been what I've been doing doing lately trying to get more healthy um healthy bread banana peanut butter organic honey hmm, there you go that is my go to snack breakfast Sometimes whenever my little guy will ask me for banana sushi it's something that they make in what yeah so it's something they yeah, make yeah. in like his after school program so it's a wrap like a tortilla wrap and they use like wow butter, which is like peanut free. It's like soy butter, but I just use peanut butter because he's at my yeah. house. Yeah. And then you put a banana in the middle, you roll it up, and you cut it into little pieces. So it's then they call it banana sushi. But wonder, he, yeah, he loves I wonder that. If that'll cre- uh, satisfy my other half's uh, craving for sushi since all the restaurants are closed. Yeah, maybe. just give her a little banana sushi. Yeah, try that. And she's like, this is just <laughs> peanut butter. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I miss sushi. <laughs> I just gotta wait. What sushi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, it just I'm a six foot two, I'm a big dude. Whenever I, I walk into a sushi place, they're like, damn it. <laughs> we not make money today. Like, let's no. take this all you can eat sign down. Yeah. <laughs> you uh you you pay. You pay first. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, my wife um like she's been some people know about like her health problems and everything so she's had to do anti-inflammatory diet now and she's been doing it for a year and a half now so what does that entail anti-inflammatory diet just so i i as one don't know and i'm sure there's going to be people that listening that won't have any idea it's it's kind of a, a combination of low sugar low carb uh there's some no fun stuff it sounds like well and that's what i thought and (laughs) And she was pretty, you know, pretty bummed about it because her doctor gave her this list and said, these no, are no, all the things. These are good. Stuff. Well, no, these are all the things that you're allowed. And to her, she looked at it and she's like, she sees like um, kale, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, like you can eat, she can't have uh, tomato sauce. But uh, on this list, it said that you can have Swiss chalet sauce. So like they're it's... oh it must have a they they're a corporate sponsor of her, <laughs> well, of no, her I, dietary or it was like chicken sauce or whatever it was called yeah but yeah it, yeah so she looked at it and she says well you know because she's looking at it individually now me I'm Sean I I put myself through school and and that in the in the culinary uh, industry so I looked at it and I saw Going, a list I of can ing- make this and this and this and this well no it's just I saw a list of ingredients yeah. Mm. So she can't eat pizza anymore. So now I take a tortilla. I put on the Swiss chalet sauce. She's allowed mushrooms. She's allowed this, that, and mm-hmm. stick it in the oven for like Look, three to five minutes. Oh, boom. There's your pizza. Can, and can she, she loves them. Can she have cauliflower? I believe she can. Yeah. Because you can do the cauliflower crust now for pizza, right? Yeah. Oh, no. At, at the pizza pizza. Yeah. Yes. No, no, no. You can, uh, you you can actually pick up pre-made cauliflower crust at Costco. Yeah, that's how. That's yeah, Costco. It's actually how I snuck my kid. My kid is like no vegetables, and Mm -hmm. his absolute favorite is is pizza. So we got a cauliflower crust, and he devoured it. So it's the I I I have I have color 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 issue, guys. It's the purple one, right, Sean? 
Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because they use that purpley purple cauliflower. It's apparently oh, no, no, he- no. healthier. Uh, no, it's it's a regular cauliflower crust, so it just it just looks okay. like a regular. Like you I'm buy just, the I'm just, I'm pizza just thinking. Crust, yeah. Pizza crust kits. It looks just like a regular pizza crust. So well, it's okay. definitely something to. It's definitely something to look into. Yeah. I've, I've, I've found myself because I'm kind of 50 50. Like I still eat my normal stuff, but you know, I'm still supportive of her and everything. But I have found that there's a, like we use vegan margarine. It's no different or organic eggs. It's no different. Mm-hmm. It's but I grew up on a farm, so I'm used to like taking it. You're used to butt. good eggs. Yeah. 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 Like I, I take it from the chicken's butt, walk back up to the house. Like oh, I got breakfast. Like, yeah, <laughs> we so, have chickens growing up, too. So, I, yeah, I get it when you. Sometimes you crack a uh, store-bought egg and you're like, this isn't even like yellow or orange. It's like this weird. Yeah. Actually, and living on the farm, you're so used to like dark colors or even like weird colors. And it's it's just, (laughs) yeah. Like people would come over to the farm and we make breakfast. You'd crack the egg and like, oh my God, what's wrong with that? Nothing. Yeah. Like it's, it's, I just got it. Like you're like, it's a chicken's period. Occasionally it's going to look a little misshapen. Okay. It's like, it's a, yeah. Yep. So yeah, I don't found explain that. that fact to people while they're eating. Eggs. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm like, I'm just saying, I'm just this party, and it's it doesn't go over well. The joke yeah. is does not hit. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm just saying I might have had to uh, refund uh, an entire table's dinner dropping that information once. Um, Why they, were or, asked, they, sorry, they ordered buffet. eggs or what? Yeah, it, it they were doing breakfast, and I made a joke. It did not go well. You made a chicken period joke? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, I um, your spots, man. The other day, I uh, yep. I, I had like a, a chicken, uh, like a chicken leg or something, and my son looked at me and said, "Daddy, do you think you could eat a real chicken?" <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, "All right, well, we're gonna have a chat now." Like, <laughs> I'm like, buddy, that was, and I thought like he was gonna be like, "Oh my god!" And I said, "Buddy, that was a real chicken." And he's like. It was. I said, "Yeah, Just don't eat a raw one. Don't eat a raw one. That's yeah. gonna make you sick." I said, "This this used to be a live chicken. It used to go bark bark bark, and it used to have feathers and everything." And he's just like, <laughs> "Okay," and he went away. I'm just like, "Oh, okay, all right, well." <laughs> I thought that was gonna be a talk. Everything is chicken. Every there is that. Protein. There is a bit of a disconnect uh, that uh, that that you kind of want to make so that you don't, uh, you know. Instead of saying, instead of saying, "Hey, do you want some ba- bacon?" and uh, you, you, instead of saying, you "Hey, do you want some dead pig carrots? pieces?" Like it's hard to sell. It's hard to sell it at the grocery store when you're like, "You want some rotting, uh, dead body, fucking parts from a cow or something?" So it's beef instead of you know. I get it. So yeah. that's why he probably. And also, you definitely want to teach him not to eat a raw chicken. Like just pull what pull the feathers off and eat it. You might get mm-hmm. salmonella or something. Bite a cow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cows, cows genuinely frighten me. Yeah, they're, they're you know majestic creatures. I don't know. Well, my son, he everything is a chicken for him. So like, oh, I'll yeah. make like pork tenderloins or anything, and I'd be like, Dad, can you cut up my chicken? I'm like, uh, this is a pig. Yeah. This this is not a chicken. So that means you right. could do like rattlesnake or something. And I probably like, yeah, okay. I could probably put an alligator on his plate, and he'd be like, yeah. Hey, Dad, can you chop up this chicken for me? Well, alligator does taste like chicken, so. Well, I've, like chicken? I've had it. Oh, yeah. What was that, yeah. Brian? Sorry, Brian? Nope. Just saying everything tastes just like chicken. Oh, it yeah, does. That's, <laughs> what, that's what it's called, right? <laughs> yeah. It tastes like chicken. 
Yep. All right, guys. I do got to uh, wrap, wrap, it, wrap it this up. So please, let's get all it's those plugs in. Attempt, ah, we're fine. Second attempt. <laughs> this is wrapping the show up. Oh, no. Have, because I've, I've been on the shelf for like a year, so I actually have no plugs. You're like, somebody talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, guys. Because we are so doing doing this again in a whole couple couple months i have had so much fun doing this just like i'm loving these these round these round tables because i'm just getting so many ideas from it's so many different uh, is different uh, people there is no one-on-one oh no i'm a, i'm a, <laughs> i gotta get pd skills on on one-on-one because yeah. that'll be it it it'll be fun but let's uh get those uh plugs so sean you got i got nothing i Absolutely been, nothing. Nothing. I've been my shelf. <laughs> because and honestly, I guys, come play soon. So that then I'll have some plugs. My goal for the next can uh, cannabis table is when everything opens up, we're doing some cooking. And I'm down with that, dude. I I was actually oh I know PD get some brownies going and well oh no 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 Sean is a cook man he knows I was just telling PD skills this I was actually at the dispensary the other day and the dude told me how to infuse milk so i'm i'm already made a menu and i might revise it now but like i can mess you up in every single course unlimited <laughs> possibilities yeah. yeah so we are definitely doing that don't know if it's the next one or the one after or the one I'm after just, that I'm, I'm in oh yeah uh joe dog you have like some uh, some plugs, gonna, I, yeah, I think. He's gonna uh, plug the uh, morning show. Yeah. yeah, my my Instagram is at Mild Thing Joe ninety eight. Uh, Good Brother Morning. Uh, Patreon dot com backslash Good Brother Morning. I think it's backslash or slash. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But Good Brother Morning. Our one hundredth episode is on Friday, and uh, it's gonna be a whole bunch of fun. Um, there's a I got a new T shirt out. Uh, uh, it says Joe's a whale because uh, there's a whale behind me here. Uh, it's uh, bonfire.com backslash Joe promo. And so all my profits that I'm making from it are going to go to Sea Shepherd, which is a uh, an organization that helps to save whales. Th- that was just, they were just making fun of me for being fat. And I thought I'd turn it into something positive. But anyway, yeah, good brother morning. Uh, uh, check that out. We just had uh, Matthew Terry on. That was an awesome, uh, awesome fun time. We love having, love having him on. So. summer camp. What the? <laughs> oh, man. I did <laughs> the whole thing. Get kicked at summer camp, and I gotta. We gotta get. We gotta get you those Bret Hart shades back. I, oh, I mean, we do. We'll find you a pair. But anyway, yeah, yeah. It's, thank you so much for having me. This was a ton oh, yeah, of fun. Man. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's next? Who's next, Justin? Uh, Matt. Matthew, go for it. All right, I'll go for it. Um, it's time to fight podcast. Uh, every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, just had the Father's Day. We're doing a Father's thing here today. Just did the Father's Day episode. Oh, uh, and I did on Father's Day. I just got to say, guys, oh, go ahead, Justin. that episode was amazing. Absolutely fantastic did else work. Listen to it. Did anybody else listen to the Father's Day episode? I, I didn't have, have a chance yet. yet but who did you have not. on? No. Uh, well, it uh, it was I, I invited all my past guests to come on and tell stories uh, yeah. about their fathers or what have you. Uh, so let me see, Shane Saber. Yeah, Tyler wow. Logan, uh, Holden Albright, Scumbag Yates, Pretty Ricky Wildy, uh, Matthew Grant, and I, I encourage you not just to listen through like the whole thing, but Psycho Mike Rollins wow. wraps it all up at the end. 
Yeah. It, I just, it turns into an episode. As I said, it just, it turns into an episode. I did not expect. I expected yeah. all these wrestlers like, Oh, I guess we ran into this wrestler. We had drinks and then we went out and, you know, peed behind the bill or whatever, but it really turns into a very sentimental and very emotional. And as I said, like, just, you don't expect yeah. it at all. That's really special. And, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. And I fully recommend anyone listening to this show, go check that one out. Oh, I'm sorry. And I forgot yep. Elian Habanero. And I don't know why I keep forgetting to Elian's a single father. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And um, I, I keep forgetting. He like on the graphic, I was looking and I kept looking at it going, why does this not look right? Because there's eight people on there. And like, there's supposed to be nine. And I kept reading it, reading it, reading it. And I'm like, no, I guess I just, I thought there was nine. Elian. I sorry, dude. I don't know why I keep forgetting to say your name, but he's probably one of the best parts of the whole episode. No discount mm-hmm. to everybody. He's a great dude. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And the fact, uh, you know, his story about being a single father and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so p- please, like, not just I'm not just plugging it, but it's a great episode. So I did the uh, Father's Day episode. We have some uh, post shows coming up where, uh, you know, we watch some live events. Uh, Justin, I know I got you yep. coming on. Uh, you and I, uh, ICW, I believe we're doing the uh, 25th. Yeah, the 25th. That's this Friday. Yeah. Um, so after you listen to Good Brother Morning, the 100th episode, join us that uh, Justin and I that night live on uh, our Facebook page. We do a post show for ICW. So we got some post shows coming up. Uh, you can check out all those. Uh, it's time to fight dot CA. Um, but verbally, I got it. I know it's still months away. I got to push wrestling with ALS. We're doing wrestling mm-hmm. uh, with ALS again this year. Uh, that's October 22nd, 23rd and 24th. Uh, podcasts, live wrestling, um, and it's all for the ALS Society of Canada. Something that's very special to us. If you want to get the story, get all the details and all the information for that. Again, it's time to fight.ca. And Mark. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Grinder Mark Shaw. Uh, you can also find my pro wrestle keys, Grinder Mark Shaw. Check out PWO Pro Wrestling Ontario on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, IWTV. Uh, also, shout out No Ring North. Uh, I've been doing a lot of work with them. You can find them on IWTV as well, as well as uh, No Ring North has OnlySlams.ca. I'm on that which, now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which is a cool concept. Uh, you can essentially kind of craft your own match. Uh, for weapons. Donation. And yeah, and your weapons. So it's a cool concept. I encourage people to look into it. Uh, haven't seen too much of what's been requested yet, but I heard it's been some good stuff. So, not oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian, um, Fridays at eight, um, out of Toronto, um, on CHHA sixteen ten a.m. Mr. B's Bounce, um, or online at chha1610am.ca. It's, they, for some crazy reason, they keep promoting it as the show about everything. Mm. Uh, no <laughs> pressure. But it's, uh, it's current affairs, politics, the uh, what's on my mind, interacting with the world around me, and, you know, one man's journey and bringing it to the, to the radio to, to share stories. That's, uh, that's really what it comes down to. It's been interesting this past year being uh, in lockdown. So we're not allowed in studio anymore. So we're doing it uh, semi, I call it the semi podcast. And it really is just uh, 
just reflecting all the things, the conversations, the interactions, um, life work at, working as an essential throughout this whole thing. So uh, um, what that's been about as well. And stories about being a dad, stories about being a, a husband. And basically it just all comes down to, you know, coping, adapting, being flexible in your, uh, in your life and uh, different perspectives. So yeah, by all means, um, as well, if um, mrbsbounce at gmail.com and I tell people, if you want show topics, questions to ask, you can always reach out to me. Awesome, man. Once again, thank you to everybody for coming on and we will definitely be doing this again because this was uh, fun. All right. It's been a pile of fun. Yeah. Pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening all the way through. I just want to say thank you very, very much to all all, all the guys who came on on the podcast this uh, this week. Go check out all their uh, socials that that they all dropped at the 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 end of the show, and go follow them on what whatever social media thing you guys do. And just want to say uh, say a couple things. Go check out the sponsors, Shirt Shirtcasters and Offenti Cities. Love both both of those sites, and use that promo code Gilmi. And yeah, for the call to action this week, just go like, share, subscribe to any of the Gilmi Talks uh, socials, YouTube page. You 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 know how uh, how social media works, guys. And even a share on social media helps a lot. It gets more eyeballs on the show. I get more listeners. I get more 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 everything. And it's just fun talking to you guys. I really really love it. So just go do that that this week and I will really really appreciate it and I will talk to you guys in a uh, in a uh, uh, few days and last thing if I am doing a live walk and talk or drive and talk on the the podbean app just call in if you uh, if you see it pop up all you got to do is download that that app on your phone and you can be be jump in on on any of the Gomi talks uh, talks lives so thank you in advance for that and i will talk to you guys later oh one more thing i just want to apologize about the quality of my own audio on on this uh, episode i after i recorded it because it was the same thing with the uncle bobby b i came in a little bit hot on the mic i found out what it is and recording through zoom uh the person who hosts the episode gets kind of their audio gets pushed up a little bit so when i'm recording with zoom from now on i know i got to turn my gain pretty much all the way down so i'm level with the other guys i edited this episode the best that i possibly could with what i what i have and it was a little hot at the, at the beginning and it kind of tapered off off after about 10 10 minutes when when i kind of backed away from the mic a little bit and let the guests guest talker talk more and i just want to say thank you for for i just want to acknowledge that i know what's going on there and i just want to say thank you for for listening and i would do my very best to not let that happen again okay thanks guys i'll talk to you soon